Another week. Another talking dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This week for you, over in the NFL, we recap the Super Bowl, as well as talk some NFL awards. Since we recorded late, we missed it last week, or recorded early. Um, then we go over to the NBA, where we talk trade deadline and fight club. Yeah, NBA is a fight club now. Yeah, it's a fight club. Big, big fights. Big fights. <laughs> Should we even talk about it, though? Because it's the number one rule. We're not in Fight Club. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about it. Uh, then we go over to the pop culture where we break down a lot of new trailers, uh, mainly from like the Super Bowl and whatnot, and some announcements from some of our favorite projects. Then we take it over to, of course, your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah. S- sponsors. Catch yeah. with painting, 412-784-1577, 412-784-1577. Call them if you need a paint job today. And betalytics.com, B-E-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. If you're a gambler like me, you have to check them out. Um, Their AI algorithm really gives their users data they need to start making smarter bets. Uh, You can browse their site, sort by teams, players, bet type, hit rate, win percentage, everything like that. Mm -hmm. So give them them a check out. Check them out. Give them a look. uh, And use promo code DJ, 25% off. Uh, any purchase. So check them out. And with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right. Before we get into it, Ryan, how art thou this evening? Thou good. Yeah. Et tu Bruce? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Not much. Not much going on. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. There was a Super Bowl. How are you doing? I guess I don't know. <laughs> My leg's cramping bad. Yeah. yeah. Right, that's not a good podcast topic. Um, I lifted legs, and now my legs are really, really sore. <laughs> my right leg is just like a sharp cramp pain that's like... You're getting like older, dude. Waves. Yeah, you're getting older. Yeah. That's really what boils down the to The day of my birthday, <laughs> I woke up, and my hip was sore. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough way to wake up on your yeah. 28th birthday. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, well, um, so I had another crazy Uber driver oh. coming home from your place on Saturday. So I get in the Uber, and I'm heading, and, like, we're probably on, we're getting on 279. And he's playing, like, The Temptations or something. I'm like, oh, he's like, how do you like the music? I was like, oh, yeah, I like it, I like it, you know, it's good vibes. And he was like, yeah, it's nothing like, you know, new music nowadays where it's like, you know, all the profanity and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, so we're doing this. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll bite. So when do you think music, like, really kind of took a turn for the worse? I expected, like, you know, maybe the 90s, maybe the 2000s. He said probably in 2016 when Donald Trump won the election. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. 
He's blaming profanity and raps on Donald Trump. And I was like, oh, this took a turn. Does this guy have a learning disability? I don't know. I mean, he seemed like a nice guy at all, but I was just like, bud. Like, I didn't think this was going to turn into a political discussion all of a sudden. And then we're on, like, we're by, like, the Liberty Tunnel, so, like, or the Liberty Bridge, you know, going on the 376. I'm like, we got a while to go here, so, like, I got to play liberal or something just to, like, not get on this guy's bad side. Yeah, that That's the worst. About that's the guy that would kick me out of the car if I was pro-Trump or something. Yeah, no, that's, like, one of those <laughs> things where it's, like, yeah. Uber drivers, you have to agree with them no matter what they say. Yeah, yeah. The crazy Uber drivers, like, yeah, you got to roll. You have to go with what they say because if you don't. Yeah. Your life's in their hands. <laughs> I couldn't believe he blamed he blamed profanity and music on Trump. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense was, to me. I was like, dude, it was shitty before Trump. What are you talking about? Like, and Trump's like a conservative. Yeah, like it's not. It's if not you like think Trump a liberal would be more pro, was, like I don't know. That's it weird. was a very weird Uber drive home, dude. And I was like, I might have to just stop getting Ubers on the way home. You'll start crashing places. Yeah, I'm just going to start crashing a place or something because, like, it is just ridiculous my luck recently with, like, getting Ubers home. Yeah. Going to places is fine. It's getting home. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. As soon as, like, he said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. But, yeah. So that that was my evening after I left your place. A liberal who hates profanity and blames Trump. (laughs) Yeah. I, where, they, where the kids say, I did not have that on my big note. Big yeah, note it just, it just turned into a whole thing. <laughs> or, and then he was like talking about the insurrection and all this shit. And I was like, oh my God, man. When when you got out of the car, you should have been like, Trump 2024 and shut the door. <laughs> no, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> but, all right. Anything else? Um, I don't know if you're planning on talking about this in our next first segment here, but Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, I was gonna like. Are you you're gonna do all that? Uh, yeah, we can get time. to. It. We can just get into the NFL. Okay, because I didn't know if that's gonna be. That's really all I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I didn't know if first up, just saved it or not. First up with NFL Super Bowl Fifty Eight obviously took place. Um, unfortunately, the Kansas City Chiefs did win it over time, twenty five to twenty two. You had the Chiefs side, the Forty Nine ers, so you got that point, closing the gap a little bit. I think it was like one eighty seven to one eighty three in the final score. Um, I also saw your video. I never made a wager of the week video this week. I didn't do the grand finale. Oh, oh well. But <laughs> I just I was way too hungover Sunday yeah, morning right. to do it. Um, and I didn't know who I was going to go until like Saturday afternoon. Yeah. At that point, yeah. I was like a little too late to sit down and do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, you did. Nice. I I flipped. I flipped. Yeah, because you told me the I night before. Back. Yeah, yeah. Because you oh. told me the night before, you were like, I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And I was like, that's the smart move. Like I, if, I was like, if yeah. I was betting, I would also bet the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. I, I saw your... Because it's going to happen. I saw your pickups video, and you're like, I have no idea what Ryan's doing. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, Ryan's picking the Chiefs. I think he's betting 49ers. He might have flipped. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So let's clear it up. Because well, we talked I on the pod, and you were saying 49ers, but yeah. then you were saying Chiefs, and I was like, I but he was drunk, so I don't know. Yeah, I flipped, and I flopped back. <laughs> I put 150 bucks on the Chiefs. Damn, nice money line, nice. plus yeah. money, cashed out three something. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it's and then I did a bunch of prop bets and a lot of them didn't hit. Yeah, but the one with the best odds did hit, so okay. I made all my money back. I put a hundred dollars on a bunch of random prop bets. Okay, 
And one hit to bring it all back. Okay. And that one was Pat Mahomes to throw two touchdowns and the Chiefs win. Okay. Yeah. So so I I, I, I'm positive on the betting. So uh, during this game, I actually when I was watching, I was like, you know, I'm going to take notes during the game, during the Mm -hmm. whole broadcast, really, of just random thoughts that popped in my head. So these are my these are guys' notes on the Super Bowl. All right. New segment alert, guys. Notes on the Super Bowl. First up, Reba McIntyre kind of sounds like a female Goofy. <laughs> yeah. Does I, she not? She does. Oh, there, I was like, listen, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I love or hate Reba. Little banners, yeah, waves. <laughs> like, I was like, definitely. What the hell is this? No, so I don't know if I love or hate Reba. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like there's something off with her at all times. With her, her, her smile, <laughs> but it also could be that she sounds like Goofy. Yeah. You're yeah. saying that. And then uh, getting into some commercials, the Falcons absolutely got shafted from the Bird Team commercial, where you had all like uh, yeah. the Eagles, the Ravens. I don't think the Cardinals are on there either, too. Uh, maybe the Cardinals weren't on there. I was I like, was how are you going to shaft like all the other Bird teams? You got to have yeah. all the Bird teams, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, they should have had the Falcons show up and like choke on something. <laughs> I guess one, one of those plastic around. rings around their <laughs> <Yeah>. neck. <laughs> wow. And then also, did you catch the Hot Ones guy was in the com- on the Bird commercial? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just eating wings room. in the room. Yeah. Like they didn't even point it out or anything. Speaking of him, did you see him? He's at the Super Bowl. He's dating a porn star, and then as soon as like they they went public at the Super Bowl, like oh, he's actually dating then, a porn star. Yeah, and then they broke up since then. <laughs> so so it went public on Sunday. <laughs> Wait, which they, porn star? Do you know? I was looking up her f- filmography. Yeah, earlier. yeah, research. Yeah, I was researching it. Yeah. Um, Melissa, like Stratton, something Stratton, Melissa Stratton, maybe. No idea who that is. Here, I'll show you your nude if you want. Yeah, honestly, that that might jog the memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I love how I was like, I don't know. I think it's Melissa Stratton, and it's exactly yeah, yeah. who that is. <laughs> All right, let's see here. This trick? I don't really, I don't really recognize her. Honestly. You're not familiar with her game? Not familiar with her game, no. No. No, I might have to do some research later. Go with this one. <laughs> no. Yeah, apparently he – but yeah, apparently they, they were dating – they went public because they went stepped out to watch. They went to the Super Bowl together. Okay. And like, there's like pictures of them. They're like, oh yeah, we're we're dating. Mm-hmm. Like today, I saw on they Twitter. Oh yeah, they're broken up already. <laughs> yeah, I was on Twitter earlier and I saw. It. I was like, wait, what? Uh, and then getting into the start of the game, fullbacks are back. Hell of a huddle, a hurdle. By Juchek. Yeah, by Juchek early yeah. in the game. That was sick. I love that. Uh, then back to some commercials. I haven't seen Ariana Grande this white since the early Nickelodeon days from the Wicked trailer. Did you see that? Yeah. She was like neon white. It was crazy. She was. No eyebrows. Like, <laughs> yeah. Glenn is a good witch is not that white. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to see that movie, but. Um, and then I had, can't believe Jesus got a commercial. Multiple. Well, yeah, it gets, it gets to that. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey pushing Andy Reid like that is wild. Dude's your boss. <laughs> That was crazy to me in it's the moment. Your boss. <laughs> yeah. should, should I comment on when on your notes or should I? You can, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to comment on something. It's like, oh yeah, I come back to that. No, yeah, I got uh, you. I'll, I'll just let you know if I come back to it. I mean, the Travis Kelsey thing was wild, but I mean, I I get, I get it. it. I get it, yeah. and I think Andy Reid afterwards said like, oh yeah, he's just fire. yeah, they're all good. It's water under the bridge. Yeah. yeah. They lost. I don't know if it would have been the same thing. If he fell to the <laughs> ground, everything would be different. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> but he was more of a stumble. And then I had uh, – they really should have got Sarah Palin for that Tina Fey double commercial. That would been huge. Like, how did they miss that opportunity? That would have been the funniest thing ever, Yeah, actually. yeah, that would have been so funny. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, And then – 
Damn, R.I.P. Cart Weathers. He was in that one commercial as well. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one. That, that's the FanDuel one again with the Gronk. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it's said R.I.P. to our friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tom Brady's commercial presence is insane, and I thought that was why Mahomes was folding at first. Just Tom Brady being in the commercials was ruining him. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and then TurboTax needs to relax, trying to get me to do my taxes during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm all for TurboTax, but that was a little excessive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I had halftime thoughts. It would be tragic if the 49ers lose again after having a lead on the Chiefs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then I had, are, is there any primetime TV that's good anymore? Like, all these shows for CBS just seem like trash. Yeah, like, Survivor's yeah. A, Survivor and Amazing Race are the only thing CBS has. But that's like reality. TV. Yeah, it's all, like, it's I mean, like the primetime, like, like like Chicago Fire. Yeah, like all that shit. Yeah, what was it? Was it just like Fire, Fire County and like yeah, like who who's that audience? The Queen Latifah show. The Equalizer, yeah, the Equalizer. <laughs> the Equalizer yeah. show with Queen Latifah. <laughs> then I had so much Jesus in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then how? And then I had how do we forget about Caught Up for one of the first songs? Yeah, for Usher. I forgot caught up. In general. I forgot all about caught up. And I was like, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had glad Alicia Keys made it to the halftime show. All right, peaceful speeds. And then I had can't tell that if that's Will I Am or not for later in the halftime. It was, show. I think. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I, like, <laughs> I, I said to Chelsea, "Look, Will I Am." She's like, "Really?" Then I'm I like, had, is it? I don't know. <laughs> then I had Usher has a hell of a voice, man. Then I had I'm more glad that Little John made it, and I'm most glad the Ludacris made it. I'm surprised you didn't put like Usher taking a shirt off both of my run. <laughs> I think you're all into that. Uh, and then I had the couch potato commercial made me feel like a piece of shit. Uh, we we like that one here. This household <laughs> like that commercial. A yeah, lot. yeah. And then I had did Beyonce drop new music actually after that commercial? Honestly, a sex tape might have broken the internet easier. If she, but she ain't brave enough for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not, that's true. Um, streaker. I had that. Yeah, that was partial fun. streaker technically. That was fun. Uh, and then I said, I love the Asian gym reference for the if movie. Mm-hmm. I saw that before, so I can't. That wasn't that had been f- a, a funnier commercial. Like what we're saying with Doctor Strange, where like, it'd been awesome. If they saved the reveal of. Yeah. Like some of these commercials I liked better if they just mm-hmm. I didn't see before. And I saw the Asian gym. If. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I had last. The Chiefs are so lucky. I think that was whenever the punt happened. Where the punt came and hit the 49er on the foot. Mm-hmm. So then Ray Ray McLeod had to like scramble for the ball. Mm-hmm. And then that really, I think that was like, all right. That was a turning point. That was the 49ers are losing this game. That was the Patriots thing that happened to make the Patriots win like randomly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the chief like luck. Yeah. 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 It was like, when you're good at that, you get a lucky break like that, it's over. Yeah. You, yeah. They, look, good teams take advantage of I was like I was so mad at Ray Ray McLeod at first. And then I saw that play again, like where it hit him on the foot. I was like, honestly, he did everything he could. Everyone probably was mad at Ray Ray. Yeah, and then was, it's like, oh, wait, wasn't him. It's whatever bumfuck's yeah. name is. Well, I, I was happy about that. Yeah, which, like, Very I don't I don't really blame that guy that got hit in the foot. It's like, you're supposed to clear the way, but I feel like it was so quick that it was like. It is all luck. It's hard to, yeah, move away. In like, that it's just bad luck that you're, mm-hmm. like, you do that not, you do that play probably, what? A hundred times, hundred and fifty <laughs> times throughout the season, yeah. yeah. And it's like just happening the one time that it actually lands there is not your fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I mean, honestly, the Super Bowl, man. I feel like I could have coached the Forty ers to a victory. I don't know. I feel like whenever they came out of the third quarter and they just were insisting on throwing with Brock Purdy, 
I was like, what are we doing? They like abandoned their run game. Yeah, which like, like, that's it's the like, bread and butter. And I know that by the end of the game, CMC had like 30 carries or some shit, like 28 carries. But it's like it took them until the fourth quarter to start running where it's like, yeah, you're going to run. So we're going to stop you. Who cares if you run them into the ground? This is the last game of the season. Exactly. Exactly. Run them into the ground. Like, they should have came out of the third quarter running the ball constantly. Instead, they were doing – I was counting, like, each, each yeah. like, first down. They were going pass, run, pass. I was like, why are we doing this? Like, you have the best running back in the NFL right now. Yeah. You're killing Unless you're passing to him. Like, little yeah. screens, you can do that. Yeah, but. it was just ridiculous, yeah. man. And I don't know. It, that, that punt really gave the Chiefs the momentum at that point, and then that the – 49ers just kind of folding in the third quarter really sold it home for me mm-hmm. um the at one point during the game yeah obviously I was cheering for the Chiefs the entire way because I had to put that money on them yeah yeah but yeah. there was one part of the game where I stopped cheering for the Chiefs and started cheering for 49ers yeah and it was the, the two minute drill for the Chiefs at the end to win yeah or to go send overtime because mm-hmm. I was in a Super Bowl block pool it's a Steeler block for the entire season. Yeah. And and all the leftover money goes to the Super Bowl. So it's eighteen hundred dollars on the line. Okay. And I had nine and six. And it was nineteen sixteen. So the forty uh, ers stopped the Chiefs from getting that field goal into overtime. I would have won. That. Me and my buddy would have split eighteen hundred dollars. Damn. And that would have been a lot more than I won from yeah. the Chiefs winning. Yeah. So that whole last drive, I was like I I, I had the It was I a had, weird score too. I had the privilege of Cheering for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. a, a, a dynasty team. I put money on them. I was cheering for the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I also had this say at the same time. I experienced watching Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hand with mm-hmm. two timeouts and two minutes, and being like, "Fuck my life." He's about to ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I got, I, I got to see the game from both ends. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I knew the Chiefs were winning that game after, like, the start of the third quarter when they just would not run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but Patrick Mahomes MVP. Congrats. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, congrats. Confetti moment, kissing under the confetti. Yeah, yeah. Then you had all the 49ers, you know, under the confetti, just I pissed off. Where's Austin Taylor chugging the drink? Um, I I mean, whatever, you know. Yeah, you hate her now. I, you I don't really, hate, You're very I don't, anti-Taylor now. I don't hate her. I just hate how, like, we're – like, so I was watching this game, okay? And they – and I was like, wow, they really haven't cut the Taylor that much. Like, this is, like, enjoyable, like, you know, from that aspect. And then as soon as the Chiefs started, like, driving in the third quarter, like, at every play, like, they went up to Taylor Swift, like, three times on the same drive. I saw, I like, I saw someone tweet, I saw someone tweet saying, uh, actually, how much time they cut to her the entire time. And yeah, it was, like, 58 it, seconds. And it something. wasn't that much. Yeah, but it's, like, and, and you cut to her, like, and they're like 12 times yeah, for the a second. Yeah, was, like, something like, it, she's on screen for this much of time. So, everyone who's freaking out about relax. I mean, I, I get that, time. but I'm just saying, like, it, they just kept cutting to her in the same damn drives and shit. I was like, ugh. But, I don't know. Fun fact, though. Her, her, her chugging was sweet, though. Sorry. So, guess how many penalties the Chiefs O-line have for holding calls in this past three Super Bowls? Yeah, zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. yeah. Zero holding calls on the offensive mm-hmm. line. And the only holding call they had offensively was a wide receiver hold in one Super Bowl. Just once. That's weird. That's sus. Is it sus or are they just really good off of the line? <laughs> there was like clips on the Twitter feed afterwards just like showing all these egregious holds by chief uh, linemen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I texted you after the Super Bowl. I, was, I might be done with the NFL. <laughs> I might be done with just, like, thinking any team has a shot in the AFC outside of the Chiefs. 
They're not winning next year. If it is scripted, they're they'll go to the AFC Championship at they're the not very gonna, least. They're not going to three-peat them. They'll go to the AFC Championship at the very least. Three-peat is hard. I get that. but yeah, They're not, they're not going to three-peat them. But they're, they're a lock for the playoffs. They're a contender for the one well, seed. They're a lock for the playoffs because their division sucks. Yeah, it is getting spicier, but... They've, they've won... Mahomes and Reed have won more games in that building than any Raiders quarterback coach. Yeah, know. yeah. I mean, the the Raiders could be better with uh, Antonio Pierce coaching from the start of the season. Then Chargers got Jim Harbaugh, which I'm not going to fall for the same Broncos trap, but I don't know. It is a little bit spicier. No, I mean, it's definitely a huge move for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anything else from the Super Bowl? What was your favorite commercial? So, honestly, I kind of thought the commercials were kind of ass. My favorite commercial was the Deadpool trailer. That was mine as well. <laughs> no, um, there is one good one that I saw on Twitter, the full version before. Yeah. And it, 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 they nerfed it. The uh, Patrick Stewart throwing Hey Arnold. Yeah. That that, was, that, the full yeah. one is awesome. Yeah, yeah, because you have like Creed's yeah. head and in the sky. And, yeah, and, yeah. and Patrick Stewart saying, I just threw the child. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's the best commercial, but it's just not. Yeah, that's like the Super Bowl caliber commercial that I wanted. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, neighbor. Yeah, the And then neighbor. the Dan DeVito coming in for yeah. the twins reference. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, uh, I overall though, I was just kind of like these are kind of ass compared to past seasons. Okay, then all right, same question. Usher, Usher was a big surprise for me. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I I saw and I'm gonna make a video on it. Yeah. When I have work up, not the courage to do it, but it's a take video. So I I just haven't been pushing it off. Yeah. I want to re- list my top five, the top five Super Bowl performances of all time. Oh wow! Because I saw some people online saying that Usher's top five, and I don't think it's top five at all. I number I'd have one's to look Prince, at the numbers. Number one's Prince. Number yeah. two is Michael Jackson. Number three is probably I arguably I argue Beyonce when she later knocked the lights out. Destiny's Child, everything like that was an awesome Super Bowl performance. That's true. I think the that was I think the Doctor Dre, Snoop, Eminem, that Kendrick, was Mary J, yeah, uh, Mary J. Blige, and Fifty Cent's number four. JT just and Jan Jackson. Then number five, that's where I'm like I'm I have to try to find one. We better. saw Titty. We saw Titty. Yeah, I it's hard I, to beat that. I, I know. I think we're almost pretty good, but I want to put I want to put five. It was it was a good halftime show though. Yeah, I think like uh, I all the slow songs that he played, like he played them with like an upbeat trumpet or something. At, in the chorus and the orchestra, and I think that really like made it more, you know, like a better like an upbeat kind of performance. And I thought that went well, like My Boo and um, You Got It Bad and all those mm-hmm. other jams that are like, you know, are you really going to listen to this at the Super Bowl? Like trying to get amped up, but it worked. It worked. My Boo, yeah, the whole thing with Alicia Keys and him hugging. Did you see? Yeah, all yeah. Those Swiss beats. Swiss beats is like all steaming memes. Yeah, he well he 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 posted something about it. Yeah, he probably gave the okay. Yeah, I mean, he was basically saying, like, if you, for everyone who's, like, making fun of this, mm-hmm. like, how can you look at that and laugh at it? Like, that is, like, a, a wonderful performance in my life. Or it is, like, a great, I don't know, I have to find that. Like, That's exactly what a cuck would say. Exactly. <laughs> Let's find it. Let's find it. <laughs> yeah, like, she banged that guy, but, you know, it was a great performance by my wife. <laughs> she did great. You did great, babe. <laughs> Wait, I have a... Uh... Uh, sometimes a bartenders at Wildwood will text me like if they don't know someone's name, yeah, and just like describe them, yeah. My one buddy is like starts did it, so now a couple of people do it. My one buddy said 
who's who's the member who got electrocuted last year? <laughs> I said I don't know because he was hit. He was on a boat and lightning hit him. I said I don't know. That's not good. That's not a good descriptor. <laughs> yeah, like what's his hair like? All frazzled and shit. <laughs> yeah, like, he looks like Mar from Home Alone. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Is he a skeleton? <laughs> God, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make a video soon about it. Probably the top five. Um, I didn't think. I didn't think of. I need a hard number five. The stance of number five. Yeah, no. I don't know. Um, Katy Perry's was good. Lady Gaga's eh, was good. I think Usher's was better than Katy Perry's. Is it better than Rosanna's? I was thinking about that when I was watching, and I don't know. What about Madonna? I, I think. I think. Madonna's was pretty damn. I good. think Rihanna's might have been better from a critical standpoint, but I enjoyed Usher's more. I mean, Rihanna's was so good that we didn't, she didn't even need anyone else to help her. Yeah, yeah, and like she like killed it on her own kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. critics probably eat that shit while up. pregnant. Yeah, while pregnant and like, but like Usher's dude when like Little John and Ludacris came out, I was like, all right, this is great. Little John was amazing. I I love that. Yeah, the- yeah, he was just hype man the entire time. And during this video, I'm gonna preface preface that it's not. Because I hated the Usher performance. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I'd argue it's probably top 10. I, I would but, agree with but that. But that's all someone say is like the best. And I would agree with top 10 off the jump. I, I wouldn't agree with top five until I see the numbers. Yeah. People were saying it's the best. And I'm like, first of yeah. all, Prince is untouchable. Mm-hmm. He played mm-hmm. Purple Rain in the rain. <laughs> was it Purple Rain? All the lights were purple. <laughs> it made it purple. purple. Yeah. Purple Rain. Um, I don't know. Anything else from the Super Bowl, though? Uh, Travis Kelsey is also very, like... That was a very funny thing I saw online. Whenever he's doing the, Viva! Viva! Did you see all yeah, that? Yeah, I was... And then immediately cut to Taylor. Yeah. You know, the caption's always like, Oh, Taylor just got the ick. I... <laughs> Taylor just got the ick. I'm so tired of that shit, too. The, ick, the ick shit. That was a perfect... That was a perfect, like, uh, way to say it. Um... I forgot to mention, you know who I did love in that Super Bowl, though? Hmm. Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Just wearing the Chiefs Nacho Libre outfit or mm-hmm. whatever, like, just hammered off his ass. Yeah, it's like everyone, <laughs> all these videos are like, oh, Taylor and Travis entering the Super Bowl party together. <laughs> yeah. Then, like, right behind him is Jason Kelsey with his belly out <laughs> and his nut, like, drunk yeah, as I fuck. I love the memes of him, like, meeting Ice Spice. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> and, he, and, like, the caption is just like, so, am I the shit or the fart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There, there was like, uh, there was one some, uh, it was like a dad joke. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jason. I forget what it was. Uh, what, what kind of spice are you? <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, anyway, I'm Jason. Nice to meet you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Jason Kelsey was the actual MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have got the MVP. He should. Yeah. I felt bad for Jawan Jennings too. He would have. He obviously might have. He should have got the MVP had mm-hmm. it not been for the Chiefs winning. Dude, mm-hmm. that touchdown pass was sick. Yeah, uh, only other person. You yeah, sat, played over. Dude, so honestly, only my... other person to have a touch receiving and passing touchdown in the Super Bowl. Randall L. No, that's the last wide receiver to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Uh, was it? There only one other person besides Juwan Jennings to receive and throw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl in history all time. There's only two people to do it: Juwan Jennings and. Is it Heinz Ward? And no, because he received, he didn't throw. Uh oh. Randall L. was the last receiver to throw it. Okay. It was just, since just it's between Randall L and there. Just tell me. Nick Foles. Ah, uh, okay. Philly special. Yeah, yeah, the Philly special. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's Nick Foles and Juwan Jennings, only two. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, in my uh, in my notes, I admitted this from the notes of my Super Bowl, but it was very pro. Like, dude, the Forty ers are fucking killing it right now, <laughs> and then it just turned immediately when that punt happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they just blew it. <laughs> I another wager that we guys gonna toss out there because I, I didn't like, know Brock Purdy's playing lights out. The defense and special teams deserve this game, and then no. <laughs> but that reminded me of the other, the other Charlie. Relax. Um, the other um, bet I was considering for wager of the week before I decided my short G's 49er thing yeah. was um, the under, but the Betalytics had the under, yeah. and they switched it the day of the, the over. What was the line? 47 and a half, and I had 47 exactly, so the under hit by half a point. Damn. So I almost bet the under, I almost gave the under, and I didn't, and it did hit by a half a point. Did you? All thanks to Moody. You didn't take the over, field. though, did you? I didn't take either. Okay, good. But okay. but but that's one of those, like, I, I should Yeah, have yeah. But you would have been on the edge of your seat, especially when it's overtime. I know. <laughs> but Moody, yeah, Moody's extra point kick. Yeah, yeah. It's like, saved the under. <laughs> um, and then what was it? Oh, that happened the other day. It's not super related. Mm-hmm. That happened the other day, too. Uh, on my birthday, there's two bets I saw on lines, and I was like, I kind of want to bet them both. Yeah. I think it's Thunder Money line. They were like barely favorites, like a minus one favorite. Mm-hmm. And the the Heat versus the Bucks. Okay. They were eight point underdogs. I was yeah. like, oh, the Heat got one on my birthday. And I had both of my bet slip. And I said, never mind. I deleted it. Yeah. They both won. I would have yeah. won so much money. Damn. Damn. I would have won so much money. Um, but all right. Let's get into the rest of the NFL here. Um, first up, Chiefs Parade. There was a shooting. Was it yesterday, I think? yesterday right it was valentine's day yesterday. yeah valentine's day um there's one dead multiple injured including children prayers up for the families and everything what a sick fuck yeah, yeah. You, the the chiefs fans actually like tackled him and shit it's kind of yeah. wild yeah people are saying they should get super bowl rings i you, agree i a thousand percent agree yeah just give them a ring it's and i think everyone who got injured should yeah that's true too a little complimentary prize mm-hmm. yeah um Next up, getting into the bulk of the uh, NFL here, moving into the offseason. we got some free agency rumors. So, first up, the Steelers are now the heavy favorites to trade for Justin Fields, according to Vegas odds. Do you hmm. know this? What? Do you know this? No. Yeah. We're now the Vegas favorites to trade for Justin Fields. Your thoughts? I don't like it. Because if we have Justin Fields, we have to start him. But I think Kenny will do – like, I think we have to give Kenny at the beginning of the season. I don't think we have to start him. I think we have to – I think it's a quarterback competition in the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd hate to do that to the man, bringing Justin. I don't know. I'm very pro-Kenny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't mind having another option. That, That's true. Mason Rudolph might not come back. That's true. You're going to get to it. We just – Got rid of the other guy. Mm-hmm. We got rid of Mitch. So right now, Kenny's like their only for sure guy. Yeah, it'd be nice to have two. Like, so if Kenny, we start him and he sucks. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have Justin Fields waiting in the wing. We can give him a shot. Maybe starting like week five, week six, or vice versa. You yeah. start Justin Fields. He sucks, Dick. You know, Kenny's there waiting in the wing. He can come in. New offense coordinator. You can really do whatever you want with quarterback. It right depends now. on what we get for him in a trade. I I. If we did not give up a first-round pick. No, no, we, we wouldn't. Because I've seen things where it's like the asking price of Justin Fields is not even like close to first-round. Okay. It's like uh, multiple like second or thirds or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, no, I've 
I think it was someone was on maybe part of my take talking about it. Okay. And big guy said like, "Where are the chances of us getting a first? And he's like, "No, you're not getting a first for Justin Fields." Because everyone knows. Because <laughs> now, if it, everyone knows he's on the market because they're going to draft Caleb Williams. Yeah. So yeah. no one's going to offer him first. So you have to go to the next best offer. Mm-hmm. That's so it's, true. It's not going to be a first. Um, and that's another reason I like it even more. Might as well go for a guy if he's going to be like a third round pick. Yeah. Go yeah. for it. Um. There's some other Devontae Adams to the Jets rumors picking up as well. So that could be one to look at in the offseason. Yeah, um, that'd be good. That would be good. And then the last one I had, this one's going to get a little interesting in the offseason. Uh, Justin Jefferson apparently will not sign a long-term deal with the Vikings until they inform him of their future quarterback plans. Kirk is set to be a free agent, but the team may re-sign him. I wonder if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I don't know. I think he wants Kirk. I think he likes Kirk, yeah. But and it's also like who are you gonna get at that position in the draft? For free agent, there's no free agents, and there's no free agents, you know. Yeah. So like I, I, I feel like you gotta keep Kirk, and that's unless situation. you trade for like a, like a Sam Howell if the Commanders go for Drake May. Yeah, you're either getting rid of Justin Jefferson for a lot of lot of stock. Yeah, and they're gonna rid of Kirk. Kirk. I think Kirk wants to stay there. I think they're gonna sign him. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be best for him. But yeah. Um, I saw a rumor today, yeah, or yeah, this morning on Twitter that um, the Steelers are front runners of getting Fletcher Cox. Oh, be a trade because okay. he wants to quote play with Cam Hayward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So apparently Fletcher Cox, I longtime like Eagles player, he's old, yeah. but like he, but he's still decent. Keep him in the state lines. Yeah, and he and yeah, he's he wants to before he retires wants to play for the Steelers and Cam Hayward. Nice. That's just rumors. So, but just keep an eye on that. We might trade for Fletcher Cox at some point. Cool. Cool. Um, then moving over to some other news, uh, despite calls for Steve Spagnuolo to return to head coaching following the win in the Super Bowl, he did sign an extension to remain the Chiefs defensive coordinator. I don't know how you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Patriots coordinators would leave. It's like, why would you? Mm-hmm. So, I get it. Yeah. Stick with your guy. You know, you're winning. Might as well enjoy it. And you have job security. They're never going to get rid of your ass. No. Um, which is tough for coordinator positions. Then uh, on the other side of the fence, the 49ers parted away with defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes after just one season with the team. Wild. I kind of get it. I kind of don't. Yeah, I mean. Like the, the 49ers defense wasn't that. They took a step back this year, but they, wasn't, they weren't bad enough. And they were to, good in the Super Bowl outside of, like, a couple of drives. Yeah. Which, like, that's, that's a football game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah, so, but they definitely didn't look great all season. They weren't as good as they were under Demeco Ryan's. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're bad enough to justify a firing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think if anything, maybe can the offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I don't know who it is right now? Um, Cheyenne calls plays, but I don't know who those he is. Yeah. And then in uh, 2025, the NFL will send a regular season game to Madrid, Spain. Mm-hmm. Darren Nunn's Brazil too, right? Yeah. This year, mm-hmm. the Eagles. Yeah. And there's a really funny. It's always sunny clip going around. Um, there's one of the Charlie McDennis games. Okay. They spin and do like the do an accent from wherever it is. Yeah. And it's Brazil. And so it's, there's a clip of it. It's always in like Brazil. <laughs> like they're talking about Brazil. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, or actually not last, I guess I'll take these two real quick. Uh, Cowboys hire former Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer as their new defensive coordinator to mm-hmm. replace, uh, Dan Quinn. And then, NCAA College Football 25 is releasing this summer with a full reveal trailer in May. Yeah, the trailer's hype. Got me hyped. Yeah. Did you like like college football? I did. I did, too. I liked it. I played more Madden, probably, but 
I think college football. The road to the Heisman was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, game mode in most sports games when I was growing up. Okay. I loved, I loved, and uh, I loved doing the mascot game. There's gonna be a hype, and they were debating who you put on the cover of the game. I was debating between either a, all of the Heisman winners since they last put out the game, mm-hmm. or just toss Nick Saban on it. Because you're tired, it's a good point. I mean, that's. I feel like that's what you kind of have to do. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he's retired, and he kind of was the dominant force throughout <laughs> that tenure. So it is Anyways. like who won the Heisman was always who's on the cover, right? Um, I don't think it was always that way. I don't know because I'm thinking, thinking, I'm thinking back in my head now, and it, yeah, I it might add it up was. that way. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, I think either just put them all on there, like have a collage or some shit, or just make it Nick Saban. I think those are your only two options. Yeah, I agree. It'd be weird to just have it be like the player of this past year. Like J.D. McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you, you did – we mentioned it, Brian. We never actually mentioned it. You missed the Mitch – you skipped the Mitch thing. Yeah, I figured we mentioned it. We didn't say his name even. But. Well, Mitch Trubisky got released by the Steelers. So, so did two other people. Um, Presley Harvin, the punter. Yeah. And – A defender, right? No, uh, a Okor, uh, Okafor. Uh, Okor. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, it okay. freed up like a shit ton of cap space for us, mm-hmm. though. I know that. Most of it's probably for Mitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, take it over. The NFL awards did happen since we recorded last. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not really fun. Um, first, how do you want me to go? MVP last or MVP first? MVP last, then the rest in the order as is. Okay. Um, offensive player of the year. Christian McCaffrey. Not Justin Jefferson. That would have been your money if Justin Jefferson. <laughs> he wasn't going to win it. Yeah, I, mean, I know. But, you but know yeah, Christian so McCaffrey, that that makes sense. I'm cool with that one. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. Boo. Miles. No stats, Garrett. Miles, we feel bad for you. Here's, a, here's an award. <laughs> Miles participated. Dude, this pissed me Garrett. off so much, man. And like, what really is pissing me off is like you see the you see the graphic with the stack comparison and TJ Watts not only beating him in every category but throttling him in at least two thirds of the list. And the fact that like all these people are coming out on Twitter, they're like, "Oh, you don't watch film, you don't know football." Yeah. It's like they're like Miles Garrett gets doubled all the time. It's like so does TJ, dude. Yeah, Micah Parsons came out and says something to Jerry Jerry about it. <laughs> dude, Micah Parsons was egregious. He said that obviously he said he was better than Miles Garrett, which I get that. He put T.J. Watt at number five on the active uh, defenders. Number five. Dude. When do you do that? After this? It was like an interview. Yeah, it oh. was like an interview after, after the, the announcement. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'll put Miles two. And he was like, T.J., I'd have like five. I was like, bud, what do you mean? <laughs> like, ugh, This just pisses me off, man. Above him, Nick I feel like up. it's getting more attention, though, that he's getting shafted this year than other years. Yeah. I saw so many people he talking got about so it. so many times. Yeah. yeah he's, and I, I'd see a lot of comments and be like, Ravens fan here, but TJ Watt's the best. Yeah, and I thought that was always cool to see that shit. But. Ravens fan here. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think doing that is very funny. Yeah, yeah. Say, like, hey, guys, Ravens here, checking in. <laughs> Ravens fan here. It's always funnier whenever like, a tragedy happens or something. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like Nick Chubb being hurt. Hey, guys, Steeler fan here. That's terrible. I hate to see it. Yeah, like, <laughs> Bengals fan checking in just to let you know how bad that is. Yeah, of yeah. course it is. But, yeah, T- TJ got completely shafted in this award, man. Yeah, I agree. It's brutal. It's brutal. 
Uh, then going into the offensive rookie of the year, or wait, coach of the year first. I, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. I get that one. Dan Gamble should win it. Yeah. First playoff game in Detroit. Yeah, that's true. Thirty years. Yeah. Well, first division one in thirty three years. Honestly. It should have been Dan Gamble. But I, I understand Stefanski. I hate the brand, Browns. I hate the Browns. I hate the Browns. And that's probably me partially saying I hate the Browns. Like mm-hmm. makes me want to say Dan Campbell. Stefanski. Fantastic job. Yeah, did it all with, like, a box of scraps. Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely deserved at least – if you – I I still think it's Dan Campbell. It should be Dan Campbell, but he would be a close second in my mind. But here's the thing. You know what's going to be funny? They come – the Browns come in next year. They'll have, like, Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson. They'll probably do worse than they did this year. That's going to be funny. And we'll be like, how did Kevin Stefanski win the coach of the year and get fired the next year? (laughs) We're missing the playoffs. Yeah, we'll be like, Dan Campbell should have won. Um. Then I had offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. Mm, yeah, I absolutely deserving. Mm-hmm. And then we had defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson Jr. Props to the Texans. Yeah, that's second. Hell of a move. Second, going in third the draft, pick. second, third pick, and they both win rookies of the year in their respective uh, positions. Sides, yeah, yeah sides. I guess. Yeah, would be the better word. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think they both deserve it. I mean, I Will Anderson, of course, was fantastic. Yeah, but I don't know there, what there, rookie defender was better. Honestly, there was there was definitely a closer race on the defensive side of things than offense. Mm. Offense, TJ Shout out locked yeah, up. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, he had a locked up because like every other quarterback got hurt. Really. Yeah, there was. I think Jalen Carter could have been an option. Yeah, as well. that's true. He played fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Porter Jr. I think was like a top five finalist. Nice, for it. nice. So that's cool. yeah. Th- these awards, man, they really come down to like how the team is, which pisses mm-hmm. me off. Like especially with like defensive player of the year, because it's like it's most valuable player, you know, mm-hmm. of whatever position yeah. or whatever. And it's like, why are we going to count? Oh yeah, but the Browns are a much better defense. Yeah. Or the you know the Texans are a better defense than the Eagles. It's like it's a player award. It should be based off what that player does throughout the season. Yeah. But. And then lastly, or two more, uh, comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. Shocking. So apparently DeMar Hamlin had more first place votes, but Joe Flacco had more, a lot more second and third place votes to win outright. That's crazy. Which kind of makes sense, though, if you think about it, because like, if you're not going to take DeMar Hamlin one, you're not going to have him in your top like three. No, you're going to go Baker, you're going to go... yeah. Flacco, you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Who else would you go for? Russ, probably Russ was in there too. Yeah, I'm sure Baker got a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Joe Flacco winning the comeback player of the year, I love it. You probably would if you bet that you probably would have would have been sweating, like coming up like dude. Tomorrow, DeMar was like minus two hundred the entire season. He was yeah. <laughs> and then uh, last one bad for him because that's the only chance. At- Ever get any award. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna get any other award. I was thinking though, you know what they should do is they should just name the award the Damar Hamlin Award. They should. Like that would that would just be like the perfect way to do that. Yeah, they should do that before and then say so you're not getting it because it's <laughs> <laughs> And then uh lastly, Walter Plate Man of the Year, Cameron Hayward. I think this is like his what, like third time winning this fucking award? No, this is his first time winning this award. It was? He's He's always been nominated. He's been our nominee. So each of them has one nominee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been our nominee pretty much since we drafted him. 
Yeah. He's yeah. never won. This is his first time he won. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I always once. assumed he won, like, multiple. You can only win once, because that's whenever you get the uh, uh, the patch on your jersey uh, and the helmet that looks like a superhero. Okay. That's Walter, Walter Payton. When okay. you win it, you get to put on your stuff. Like, Eli Manning had one. Drew Brees had one. Okay. Um, Mahomes has one on the back of his helmet. He doesn't do it on the jersey, because there's so many patches. He yeah, yeah. Like helmet. Okay. Um, no, this came over his first time. Very, 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 very deserving. He's been nominated every year, like I say. Mm-hmm. And he does so much. He in does, Pittsburgh. yeah. Hayward's house. The Hayward house. And then I saw something on the news even before this. It's like during the, during the season, just not for this era or anything. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, on the news, um, there's, he went in all the Pittsburgh public schools, he has something called Hayward's Closet. And he literally gets like donated old like dress clothes for to give to the kids so they can go to job interviews. Oh, huh, okay. Like, so like, like old yeah, suits and dress ties, shirts yeah. and ties. And yeah, it's like for you people that can't like afford, do, yeah, like, for inner city kids who can't afford nice mm-hmm. clothes, come here, get an outfit, go do use it for your job interviews. I like that. Yeah, that, that's super cool. Yeah, he's like very cool, you know, innovative and different ideas. I mean, yeah, that's great. So um, yeah, props out to Cameron Hayward. I think he said something to do turn his speech to he how he's like he would never play for anyone but Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Like he shouted Mike T in the thing. And he said mm-hmm. I'm not playing for anyone else but him. All right. Um, no, and then I also saw a video today of Jerome Bettis. Yeah. Giving him the, his first jersey with the patch on it. Oh, uh, cool! It, it, like a little ceremony. It's like bus came in. It's like, hey, I have something for you. Okay. Um, and he gave it to him, and they were cool. like, oh, I'm so pumped about it. Nice, nice. All right. And then MVP. Oh yeah, MVP Lamar Jackson. Makes sense. Yeah, he had to win it. He played it insane. Yeah, dude, we, we, we just don't talk about the playoffs. That's the best part about it. <laughs> that is the best part. I I love it. how <laughs> it's the best. Dude. I'm fine with Lamar being sick. And balling, it's fun to watch. And then losing in the playoffs. But he was, I know back when he's never won the Super Bowl, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it, we're at that point now with him that I don't think he could ever win in the playoffs. Unless that team, unless the Ravens get some type of, like, offensive weapon, like running back or wide receiver, I don't think they can. How many times have he played in the playoffs? Only, like, twice, right? I mean, like, two, two games this year, but so three. So they folded to the Titans. They folded yeah. to the... Who was this year? They they lost to the uh, Chiefs in the AFC. Yeah, they the Chiefs. The Texans. But the, I think he was hurt last year because Huntley lost to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then the year before that, they missed the playoffs because Lamar got hurt. Yeah. But this is the, he, so he played six years. Yeah. Did he? Were those only three t- playoff games he had? I think so. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. Like it's one of those things. I'm gonna be like. Lamar, Lamar in the playoffs, no problem. He's done. He's yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of him. I wouldn't be either. Like, like I, would, I didn't bet on against. I didn't bet on the Texans against mm-hmm. them because obviously they're going to win that game. Yeah, yeah. But like because that was like a make wish the Texans made it to the second round. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I would I wouldn't count that for like, damn Lamar killed at that playoff game, and they didn't really He's like two and four, two and four. Yes, yeah, so they lost to. Um, his first time in the playoffs, they lost to the Chargers. Okay, okay. Then he, they lost it. That then is the Titans. That was, was was that Philip Rivers Chargers? I think twenty nineteen. Maybe not. He might have been on the Colts then. Might have been Herbert. Might have been Herbert. Um. Then the next year they beat the Titans wild card weekend, but then lost to the Bills second round. That's when the Bills lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. With yeah, fifteen seconds left or whatever mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm. Um. And then missed the next two playoffs. Then Houston. Then this year, basically, two and four. Yeah, 
And like the two wins. A Titans team bare- limping into the playoffs. Yeah. And a no, they Texas lost to those Titans, I thought. No, they played the Titans back to back. Oh, okay, okay. Back to back playoff appearances. Okay. One, they lost to the Titans, and the next year. They beat them. Next time, I don't know if it's next year or year. Yeah, between, yeah, but yeah. But that year. was the one where it was like Tannehill was like bombing. And- that was the. um. Yeah, that was 2020. That's COVID mm-hmm. season. Because uh, I was out in Hilton Head for it. I do remember that now. Yeah, I was, I was just, in Hilton Head for it. Yeah, they're just beating, like, bad teams and losing to everybody else. That's the year the Steelers went 11-0 and and lost to the Browns' uh, first round of playoffs. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. All right. That's all I have for NFL. Anything you want to add in? That's all for the 2023-2024 season. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for the next season? Charlie's so loud. I, I can wait. I'm I'm cool with the NFL right now. I can't wait not for the season. I'm can't wait for draft offseason talk. Yeah, yeah. Is it the best part for a team like the Steelers and for teams that who don't like? I know we don't have a shot at the Super Bowl next year. This is the most hopeful time of this year. Yeah. Who true. who? Where are the new toys we're gonna get? Who? How am I gonna get my hopes up this year? The other thing I was thinking too is like, yeah, the Chiefs did great and they won the Super Bowl, but like, how many quarterbacks in the AFC were hurt this year? Burrow, Burrow, Richardson, uh, Rogers. Um, there was another one, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, Lawrence, kind of, kind of. Uh, season. Think about all the people who were. Oh, Watson. I mean, you could say Watson, Watson Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tua wasn't. Allen wasn't. Yeah. I mean that's a lot though. You think about it. I'm thinking about all the uh, and, like a lot of them are like we had and like the Colts could have made the playoffs with Anthony Richardson. I think that. And I think Rodgers and the Jets would have made the playoffs for sure. They would have. And the Bengals probably they would have put made, up a huge fight. Yeah, and the Bengals probably would have made the playoffs. And the Bengals are the Chiefs' kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. Got lucky maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. This is this is just. Brady Belichick, this is the same yeah. thing with them. Oh yeah, and I'm tired of the Brady, the Mahomes Brady goat talk already. Mahomes is better. You think Mahomes is better than Brady? Brady's the goat, but Mahomes is going to be. Um, see, the thing is, he has to get more Super Bowls than Brady. He's on a good pace. He's he is on a good pace. He is on a good twenty eight, and he's three and four. He is on a good pace, but. We named a lot of good quarterbacks that can win the win the Super Bowl in the AFC. I think if Mahomes gets the six Super Bowls, he still is better than Brady. Yeah, but Brady time. was two and zero against them in the playoffs. Yeah, teams or his, his teams were two and zero against them. It's still, not, still, no, it's not. I don't like that argument for football. Yeah, yeah. I because basketball, you can say that. Yeah, because it's yeah, more of like a, you can match up against a person one on one. Yeah, like it's not Mahomes' fault that like Brady Brady's teams are just better than his teams. Like he played bad in those games, the one the we lost to the Patriots in, in the playoffs. That was like a shootout. Yeah, yeah, it was. All right. Well, with that, let's get an NBA. Yeah. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right. NBA. Nice. We're back to the boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Transition. Yeah, perfect timing. We're pretty much the halfway point. We're at the all-star break. We're actually probably more past halfway. I was thinking about before that we started, guy. Yeah. Next week, I'll have a uh, midseason. 
Ooh. Mid-season, a little uh, take a look at my predictions, see where, see where we're standing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about doing it last second and just pulled up the article and doing it right now, but that's a lot of work. We have the trade deadline to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we got um, a, lot, a lot of content. A lot of content. Before we get to the trade deadline, I want to start with injuries. Okay. Terry Rogier is week to week with a knee sprain for the Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some... Okay, I'm a disillusional Heat fan. But I've definitely said it here on here before how there are more delusional Heat fans than me. There's one account, I guess Tara's year posted a picture of like Wolverine on his Instagram story. And they took that and they were like, Oh, his Wolverine's powers are accelerating healing. Tarot Gears went back next week. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening, dude? Or he just likes Marvel. Yeah, or maybe because like the Deadpool trailer dropped and yeah. Wolverine's in it. Maybe it's not because of that. Yeah, it's a bit much. Because it's also on like Monday after the trailer mm-hmm. dropped. Why couldn't he? He probably just liked Wolverine. Um, yeah, but it's fine. Good things about most of these uh, injuries, and I didn't list all of them because Ulster break is here. They they're gonna have like nine days, like off and shit. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, they most of these injuries aren't going to matter. Rozier is not going to matter as much. Nah, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He, he's not like an integral part of the Heat. He's been playing yet. pretty good, though. He's been playing really good. Yeah. He's been like getting close to 20 points a game. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he's killing it. Um, Josh Richardson for the Heat is also week to week with dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'll, be, he'll be back eventually here, too. Um, OG, we mentioned it last week, but just a little. We mentioned it passing last week, so we'll give a little more details. It's more he's officially now. Yeah, he's he had elbow surgery, but it's only a three week recovery. Mm-hmm. And one of these weeks are going to be off for the All Star break. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, it'll be so okay. he, he should be back before you know it. Yeah, it was oh. huge. I mean, the Knicks have been on a little bit of a slump recently, so mm-hmm. it'd be nice to get him back following the All Star break. Mm-hmm. And then um, Bradley Beal, uh, he he was playing. He played five minutes, scored five points in five minutes, and then got hurt again. Tweaked his hamstrings out, and they announced this is couple days games ago and they announced they're just gonna hold him out to the all-star break yeah over. i mean that's just the kevin durant team right there bradley Beal's just a walking injury i mean you, you join kevin durant's team and you, your injury rate just goes up he was even before though when he was with the john wall the john wall wizards he was always hurt i just think back of all like the uh like kevin durant teams and i feel like they're always like hurt there's always, like, players in the trio that are always dealing with some type of injury, and it's mm-hmm. always like, I don't know, maybe if they were all healthy. It's true. But. But, oh, sorry. but no, you're right, Bradley Beal's like. But he, only, the, only as of that. late. Only as of late because. Well, I mean, the Warriors, whenever. Not as the Warriors, they never really hurt besides the. The year, finals. Besides the finals that he got hurt in mm-hmm. Clay. Yeah. But that was. Wasn't Draymond hurt, too? He's no, it's just Clay, it's just Steph and him. Oh, okay, trying to play. Uh, it's Clay and uh, Clay towards ACL and KD ruptured his Achilles. Okay, okay. Um, but that's also going for a three peat. Like, yeah, there he won too. <laughs> and then the Thunder, they're never really hurt, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not as good yeah, as se- the Warriors. since that finals with the Warriors. That was the start of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, players of the week, Don Mitchell. Yeah. And Spider. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking up the hole. Uh, Luca. Oh, uh, Luca, nice. Luca and Spider. Finally, I've been, dude. I've been waiting for that one. What do you fuck what do you fuck up? No, nah, I mean it's just like he's fucking up the uh rebuild for the Cavs. Oh dude, wait for power rankings. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. They're number two in the East right now. 
Dude, it's going to be like uh, – who who is the team? It's going to be like the Pirates, honestly. It's like, hey, you, you're trying to win? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Leave us alone. Yeah, stop winning games. We're trying to tank. <laughs> AJ Burnett, stop p- p- pitching amazing, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so anyway, Luca, 31.3 points, yeah. 10 and a half rebounds, Ooh. eight assists. Represent. Spider, 27.8 points, 4.8 boards, five assists. Uh, listeners might not know that you have him for fantasy, so I'll just say real quick. He's saying represent for his fantasy team. Yeah. Yeah, nice. No, guy's on a Mavs fan all of a sudden. Um, you know, you kind of are, though, in those situations, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when you're, like, number one pick is, like, killing it, like, you're you're that team's fan. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Thunder this year because SGA is mm-hmm. my keeper in the yeah. league, but. Yeah, I get that. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. But if it's Thunder versus Heat, I'm rooting for. Obviously, yeah, yeah. There, there's a hierarchy to it. Yeah, if it's Knicks, Mavs, you're mm-hmm. rooting Knicks. Um. All right, trade deadline. My plan, instead of writing down all these trades, yeah, like like we typically do, I'm just gonna go down the list. Okay. And I want you to say, let's keep it moving, or let's talk about it. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back to – so we all know the trades happened before. I think the only trades that happened while before we were – while we were recording Wednesday was like Monte Morris, Xavier Tillman, Kevin Knox stuff. Yeah, so I'm only going to focus on the actual Thursday. Okay. The 8th. Yeah, it works for me. First trade, uh, Philly sends Marcus Morris – a guy I don't know in three second round picks to <laughs> the Pacers for Buddy Heald. What if it was just like that uh, Key and Peele sketch where like that's literally his name? The guy, a guy, a I, guy don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like all jumbled into one world. Furkan Korkmaz. <laughs> okay. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, Buddy Heald on the Sixers though. That's uh, That's been working out so far. Yeah, he's he definitely been solid. I mean, you have him fancy, so you're yeah, probably watching Yeah, well, I had him and Ubre, and I was worried as shit. And uh, Ubre's been doing all right, and uh, Buddy Heels do, doing even better. So yeah. it's working out for them right now. Buddy Heels, that's a good system for him to join. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely a great weapon, especially whenever uh, Giannis, I mean, not Giannis, uh, Joel comes back. Yeah. I'm saying Giannis because Giannis was on the TV. Um, yeah, when Joel comes back, that's that's great to have him and uh, Tyrese in the backcourt. Next, we have uh, Toronto sends Kyra Lewis. Otto Porter and a 2024 first round pick to the Jazz for Kelly Olynyk and Ocha Agbagahi. I don't know this guy either. Okay. Um, anything? Um, I can't believe Kelly Olynyk's still in the league. Yeah, he's a, and getting dealed in trades. He's he's and <laughs> uh, between two nothing teams, like yeah, yeah. either team's gonna be in the playoffs. <laughs> doesn't really matter. Like what? What guy is in the front office? Like you know who we need? Kelly Olynyk, the Canadian boy. He's a Canadian boy. Bring him home. <laughs> the Great White North. Um, next, the Charlotte Hornets send Gordon Hayward to the Thunder for Trey Mann and Davis Bertans. <laughs> That's all you have to say about that one. Why? Um, I don't. Also, I don't think it's a, a, a game changer. But I also don't think it's fart noise. Um, I don't know. Hayward's kind of ass anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but for a young team that's like good already, 
to add like depth as a veteran guy who's like been around and can, if, yeah, if he, you get if you get that flash of the pan game from him still, yeah. like like that's gonna be huge for. I like, just feel like you already have the veteran presence though. Who? Um, I don't know. Like you had Kawhi and Paul George and Russ and Harden. It was Clippers, right? No, it was Thunder. That's right. Thunder. Yeah, that's right. My bad. Yeah, no, you're right. No, yeah, we're talking about SGA. Yeah, and yeah, Thunder. yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, like that whole team is made up with. Of SGA, Jalen Williams, yeah, yeah. Chet Holmgren, yeah, both Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, who loves it young, but like Gordon Hayward, I think is gonna be that veteran presence in the locker room. That's like if you get him going, he still can score. His biggest issue is he's been injured so much in the last like since that injury he had had on the cat. I mean the Celtics whenever his like ankle exploded, yeah, like I, ever since then he's been so injury prone. But like if he just so happens to like not be hurt he's gonna be i think he's gonna be great for that team i don't think it's i don't think it's a game changer i think the thunderbird's good before this and they're gonna be good after this regardless i think but i think it's good to have his uh veteran presence there all right um next the detroit pistons send bojan bogdanovich and alec burks to the knicks for quentin grimes evan fournier malachi flynn uh ryan Ayers, I don't know that last name. Fleeced. And two second round picks. Fleeced. You like it? Fleeced. I like it too. Get Evan Fournier out of there. He also had to be a little shit, talking shit on New York after he left. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I love the trade. Alex Alex Burks is great. Bring him back because he's a poor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was upset when they got rid of him initially. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm glad they're bringing him back home. And Bergeron Bogdanovich is. He's great too. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I like the ads. He he's a role player that you add to a this team shaping uh, up man. on a uh, championship run. Yeah, this team's shaping up. Mm-hmm. Like he's not gonna. I think I was talking to this about Nietzsche at, uh, on, on my party on Saturday mm-hmm. before you got there. So like, I yeah. had this conversation with you. Um, but adding Bojan is literally the role player that a champion like a championship run has. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go out there and be the guy, but that's why you have OG and Julius and. Jalen, they're the guys. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to support the guys and get you some clutch bus- buckets when they need it to. Yeah. 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 I think it's a great ad. And then, yeah, you said Alec Burks, veteran guy, been there before. It's, it's good. Um, Next, the Nets send Spencer Dinwiddie to the Raptors for Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young, a guy I forgot was in the league. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard Thaddeus Young's name in so long. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, yeah, I feel like the last time I heard of him was like five years ago. Um, good for Brooklyn to get Dennis Schroeder. I, I will. I'm not gonna. I have another headline coming up about Spencer Dinwiddie. He's no longer on the Raptors. They bought him out immediately. Yeah, that broke me whenever it was <laughs> happening on trade deadline day. Okay, did you have him? <laughs> yeah, because I have Dinwiddie, and I was like, oh, okay, well he's traded. I, I don't know about this new team. And then they're like, yeah, they're actually just gonna wave his ass. Yeah, and then he was a free agent <laughs> until recently, but that, that's the headline coming later. Uh, next, we got the Hornets are sending PJ Washington to Dallas for Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first round pick. This one's weird to me. Is PJ good anymore? Yeah, he's good. Okay, he's then, young. Then, then that works. That he's works. Good. He's young. I I didn't know how good he was still because I know his name and I liked him whenever you know he was mm-hmm. whenever I had him on my fantasy team a couple years ago. But I yeah. didn't know if he was still kicking it or not. He's probably like twenty seven, twenty eight. Okay. Okay. PJ Washington. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was like. It, it seemed like it could have been good on paper, 25. but I just didn't know how good PJ was still. 
He is Because I was like, I feel like Grant Williams, they just went out and got, right? He's averaging 13.3 points, 5.3 rebounds. Yeah, because they just got Grant Williams in the uh, Porzingis deal, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, I'm surprised he's not Hornets. I'm surprised they didn't wave someone like him. Um, Next three-team deal. The Suns get Royce O'Neal and David Roddy. Uh, Memphis gets a, has a pick swap and then two names I don't know and I don't want to attempt to say. <laughs> and then the uh, Brooklyn gets three second round picks and Jordan Godwin and another name I don't want to attempt to say. All right, all right. These are names that aren't good, so don't worry about them. Sounds good. Uh, the I mean, Bucks. That's a whatever trade. Yeah, it's whatever trade. Bucks get Pat Beverly. Philly gets campaign and a second round pick. More coming about Pat Beverly. Okay. And and headlines. I don't know if you were going to say something. I, I was, but yeah, we'll get Yeah, we'll say it. that because I, I do have that as a headline. Uh, next, the Spurs, Pacers. Uh, the Pacers get Doug McDermott, and the Spurs get a second-round pick. Dougie. Help you. My wife is silently asking if, if her shrimp's good. I'm not going to eat it. It's done. It's hot. <laughs> it burn my hand. Of course it's done. <laughs> Hey, well, does this burn your hand or no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a funny trade on paper. Okay. The Bucks send Robin Lopez and cast considerations to the uh, Sacramento Kings for nothing. For nothing? Bucks, N.A. <laughs> well, it's just the cap hit. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Did they don't want to wave them, I guess, because mm-hmm. it hits their cap still when they get waved. Yeah. So they said, hey, Kings, we'll pay you money if you take him. Hey, Robin, I got news for you. You're getting traded. Okay, okay. Well, what are you guys getting out of it? Nothing. Literally nothing. Not not a thing. It's like, it's like semi-pro <laughs> with the... Uh, Pack your bags. We go trade you for a washing machine. <laughs> uh, very funny there is the day he got traded, they had a game. The Bucks had a game. Yeah. And Robin Lopez was obviously there getting ready for the game. Mm-hmm. And when he finally got traded, uh, he didn't leave the arena because his brother plays for the Bucks, so he sat on the sidelines and read a book. <laughs> He was literally in the on like court side, basically behind like the press booth. Yeah, just sitting there reading a book during the game. Damn, it's, that's very funny. Uh, next, Jaden Springer got sent to Boston from Philly for a second round pick. Okay, these are a bunch of no nothing. Uh, Delano Banton to the Trailblazers. Boston gets a second round pick. Whatever. A bit one of the bigger trades. Actually, this is actually just two trades left. I'll do the bigger one last. Corey Joseph in cash consideration to the Pacers. Gordon State gets a second round pick, and then um, arguably one of the bigger trades, which I'll talk about in power rankings as well. Uh, Washington says Dan- Daniel Gafford uh, to Dallas for a first round pick and uh, Rashawn Holmes. Okay, okay. Uh, so I kind of want to skip ahead to power rankings right now. Just not, I'm not going to do power rankings right now, but I just want to read off what I had about that because. Um, Gafford is a great pickup for the Mavericks. He's uh, averaged, was it 15 points, 13 boards, and three blocks in his first two games. I liked Gafford, too. I'm glad he's panning out well for the Mavs. Yeah, his first two games, Mm -hmm. 15 points, 13 boards, and three blocks. I have him on my one fancy team. He's been killer all year. Yeah, he he was always a guy that I would pick up midseason at some point. So, So that's already making a huge... Impact. Impact on the Mavericks, which is good for Luka, too, because, like, mm-hmm. they, they got a couple good players at the deadline. Uh, they Between him and uh, – who else? They, I said who they get. Um, where's Dallas? Where's Dallas? Where's Dallas? 
Just a trade I said earlier. Yeah, where they sent Grant Williams to the uh, uh, PJ Washington. Yeah, yeah. PJ. The PJ got, he, they got PJ Washington and Gafford at the deadline. I I think they're the winners. Nice of the trade deadline, honestly. Yeah, uh, it seems like it. I think Philly got. A, I think Philly got Buddy Hill, which is great. I think you guys getting Bojan Bogdanovich is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they added two really good pieces to for nothing really. Yeah, and then Max Kle- Kleber from them been he came back and he's been playing great. So like mm-hmm. they're looking like really good right now, honestly. Yeah. On uh, the Mavericks, so that's good for Luca. All right, headlines. And these first couple headlines are going to be all trade deadline related. Okay. Apparently, at the right at the deadline, the Warriors pushed super hard for LeBron. I heard about this. Like they they were going all in on LeBron, but at the end of the day, LeBron and the Lakers both were like, "No, I'm uh I'm happy." Yeah, I'm happy they didn't knock it. I I've been pissed. I would, I would have been out on LeBron. I think. I would be on LeBron the rest of the season. I wouldn't be rude for the rest of the season. But, like, it's not – I'm not out on LeBron entirely. I wouldn't be. I, I Especially because it's a trade. It wouldn't be his fault. You know he has a hand in it. Well, exactly. And that's exactly why he didn't get traded. Yeah, but, like – Because he was like, don't do it. Because, like, him going to the Warriors, like, that's just a Kevin Durant move to me. Even though, like, it's not the same Warriors that beat the shit out of him in so many finals. It's still, like, you're going there mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And that's why I'd be against it, and I'd be against Braun if he went there. Mm-hmm. I'd be done, done with him for the year. I wouldn't. Like I'd be rooting against him in the playoffs. It, it'd itself. be very hard to defend him at that point. His career, I would though. Still, I mean, he's almost he's goddamn forty years old. Yeah, yeah. This is not like a crazy move if that happened, but I didn't. Next, PJ Tucker, uh, still on the Clippers. Was fined seventy five thousand dollars for publicly begging for a trade request, essentially. <laughs> so he so he signed. He was with the Clippers in off season. I think he signed there. And the Clippers were like, "Hey, we're gonna try to trade you. So we're gonna start sitting you so you don't get hurt." And like this was like November. And so he was like, "Fine, I'll sit. I don't care if you're gonna give me a trade. I'm fine with that." And months and months went on, no trade, no trade. Then deadline came, and he basically was like, "Somebody could fucking trade for me." I no one's trained for me because I haven't been playing because I'm trying to stay healthy so I get a trade. Someone just trade for me, and they didn't trade for him, so they eventually got <laughs> fined because he got fined because he's out here begging for a trade. That's hilarious. That's very funny. Uh, yeah. So I feel bad. I kind of feel bad for him, but not really at the same time. He chose to go there. No, he didn't. It was a trade actually. Yeah, he was traded with James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Next, Kyle Lowry. Who was traded for Terry Rogier, uh, technically the deadline, but it was a little bit before. Uh, he got sent to the Hornets, and the Hornets bought him out, and he just signed back with the Sixers. Never played for the Sixers before, but he's from Philly, so okay, it's kind of a little homecoming for him. Okay, I, I saw a very funny there. meme that I really wanted to like. I wish I thought of first. Yeah, but it's the um, Diary of a Big Kid where the kid's smiling, and he looks down and goes, he's like shocked. And it was like Tyrus Maxey seeing Kyle Lowry's ass in the shower for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny, man. Uh, yeah, next, I think I sent that to you. Did you send it to me? I think I did, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, <laughs> that was very, very funny. I wish I, I wish you thought of it first because I've been hilarious to post. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was, we said, uh, sent to the Raptors and then waved. Um, he did sign with the Lakers. Yeah. My buddy Cody Forkos, who's been on the pod before, uh, text me when that deal happened. That's a game changer. And I said, not really. <laughs> and he said, I, he basically think like it's a huge deal. I said, 
that basically can guarantees LeBron will make it to the playoffs. And in turn, because it's LeBron, he'll make it to at least like the second round. But that's not like a championship move. No, no, no. It's at great. All. Ro- I'm not trying to diminish. It's a good roster. Dan Woody. Yeah. yeah, he's a great role player, and they need great role players right now. But mm-hmm. that's not going to be a, a game changing move. A game changing move would be like getting Deontay Murray, like they, they, everyone thought they were going to get. Yeah, he was between two teams, I think, wasn't he? Deontay Murray or Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie. I'm not sure. I only saw the Lakers. I saw, like, he was interviewed, and he pretty much said, like, uh, the Lakers were, like, a tough dad where, like, they'll kind of ride you a little bit to make sure you get the job done. Yeah. And he respected that, so he went with the Lakers. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was maybe the Sixers. I can see that. The Sixers, he was like, you know, they'll just, like, let you do whatever you want, really, and it's Mm -hmm. he didn't want that. I thought we were going to try to go for him, honestly, the Heat, but yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, very similarly, uh, Danilo Gallinari, um, he originally started the season with the Pistons, and then he was traded, I forget where, mm-hmm. and no, 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 he's traded to the Pistons, and the Pistons waived him, Okay, and now he's on the Bucks. All right. He signed with the Bucks. Where was he before the start of the season, though? Philly, maybe? Yeah, I think Philly, and then they traded him to the Pistons earlier in the season. Not a deadline move. Mm-hmm. But at the deadline, I think the Pistons were trying to trade him again, and no one traded for him, so he just got waived. Okay. And now he's on the Bucks. Um, And the last trade deadline-related uh, headline was the Pat Bev one I, I said earlier. If this is not what you were thinking, then we'll go. We'll do what you're saying after. But... Um, after Pat Bev was traded, he was, went on his podcast, and he said that right before the deadline, he talked to Daryl Morey. Yes, yeah, is what it was. Okay. He went and talked to Daryl Morey and said, basically said, am I going to get traded? Daryl Morey looked him down in the face and said no, and then traded him the next day. Daryl Morey is a liar. Yeah. That, that's what uh, Roan, his co-host, <laughs> said immediately. It's like, so what you're saying is, is Daryl Morey is a liar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see it, yeah. Yeah, no, that that that's kind of that's that's very fucked. And that doesn't that helps James Harden's case a lot. Yeah, it does. It that does. helps Harden's case a lot. <laughs> the fact that Pat Bev just literally went up to him and said, "Hey, am I gonna get traded?" No, no, man, no we good. love you, man. What do you mean? Yeah, we love your you love you. Yeah, you got traded to the Bucks. That's a good move for the Bucks, honestly, because their point guard they traded for this season can't play defense. Yeah, Dame is so bad at defense, so. That's a very good, smart move. Hey, let's go get a defensive point guard to make up for it. Mm-hmm. It's like when we're in crunch time, if Dame's not locking down the other guy's point guard, we'll throw Pat Bev in there, lock him down, and yep. be honest, you take over. Sounds good. That's smart. I hate how smart that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kobe statue got revealed. One one of three. There become three Kobe statues. The, wait, there is three Kobe There's going to be. There's two more coming. Ah, uh, okay, okay. There's going to be three. I don't know why there's only three. I, don't know, I think one's fine. Um, but this is the first one that was revealed. And did you see it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's him walking off the court of him after him scoring 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Vanessa Bryant was there at the ceremony. And she said something along the lines of, if you hate the statue, you hate the pose, don't blame me. Kobe literally picked it himself. Yeah. Like, apparently, this, he always told her this is the statue. If he ever has a statue, he wants it to be this. Yeah, so I respect that. And I, I think it's a good statue. I think so, too. It's not all, like, flashy and 
didn't come out weird or anything, you know, yeah. like uh, who's the one? Um, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's insane. Yeah, it wasn't that bad or anything. So, so no, the second Cody conversation I'm referring to here, my buddy Cody, he texted me and said, did you see the Kobe statue? I said, yeah. He said, what do you think about it? I said, it's, it's fine. He goes, it's horrific. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, I, what the, there's, there's so many more iconic poses you can do. He didn't know that's him walking off the quarter of 81. He, he saw it as a generic, like, Cody uh, pointing out. And I said, dude, it's he literally, it's, he picked it. It's him walking yeah, off the court. Yeah, that's where I'm like. And then yeah, as soon exactly. as he found out that it's him, it's he saw the picture of him walking off the court and doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, the picture that the statue is based off of, he's completely 180 and said, Yeah. Oh, never mind. That's actually really, really sick. So. So what fun. are the other two statues going to be? I don't know. You have to get Fro Kirby in there. Kobe in there. Yeah, because this is number eight, Kobe. Yeah. They're going to do a 24. Yeah, you got to get the 24, and then you got to do Fro Kirby. Kobe. Kirby. Yeah. I think I – I mean, I don't – Kobe's a legend. RIP. I think three statues is too much. Um, I think if the next statue is him and his daughter holding hands or something, I think that's it. Just those two would be perfect. Yeah, and, like, are they going to be at the same, like, spot? They're going to be all at the crypto center. So, like, I don't know. They're probably going to be, like, the different gates. Yeah, I don't like that they're at the There's so gates. many legends in, like, Lakers history. Exactly, exactly, yeah. There's too many people that, like, you'd have to give statues to as yeah. well. So that's why, I mean, if they do want to do the next one, him and Gianna, that's fine. Yeah, now I think if you had, like, one statue at one special location that over the course of maybe five years you added another, like, Kobe silhouette to it. Like Kobe's shrine, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think so, too. But I, I, I just think it's... It's way too I, yeah, three is too much. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right. Um, the last three headlines I have. It's a lot. Okay. There's a lot of fights that happened in the last this last week. Um, the first is Heat Celtics rivalry continues. Kind of. Um, this one's against. Uh, this one's with Jalen Brown and Duncan Robinson. Okay. So, on Sunday before the Super Bowl, the Heat played in primetime against the Celtics. Celtics won, sweeping the Heat in the season series 3-0. Um, but during the game, Jalen Brown and Duncan Robinson got into it, and it carried into the postgame. During the game, there was a play where the two were kind of tangled up. After the play was over, Brown thought uh, Duncan – or during the game play, uh, Brown thought Duncan was kind of being egregious. So, he ripped his arm through and he yanked Duncan Robinson basically to the ground, making him go into the stands. He was assessed with a flagrant one. Okay. And the two immediately started jawing at each other. Makes sense. And a lot of people were online were like, good for Duncan Robinson. The ever nerdy white boy just sticking up, like, standing <laughs> his ground. Like, everyone, like, he's like, he looks like the type to, like, like, to, like, basically be afraid to do something. And he was just, like, talking so Hold me back. Shit. Hold me back. <laughs> yeah, he was talking so much shit and not backing down about yeah. it. Um, Jalen Brown basically was, like, saying, hey, you – uh, I, the, I, I heard the mic'd up like after I wrote this, so I can't remember because I didn't note it. But it's like, uh, Jalen Brown was like complaining to the ref about the flagrant call, yeah, and how he didn't get a foul call for what Duncan was doing, mm-hmm. and Duncan was just saying, "Good call, ref, good call." Like in the <laughs> background, and uh, Duncan, uh, Jalen Brown was saying, like, "You call one, you got to call both. You, you call one, you got to call both." It's like, nope, that's one foul, ref, good call. Like saying something <laughs> like that. It was very funny. But after the game, um. Robinson said, I just thought it was a dirty play, to be honest. Uh, that's how people miss entire seasons, those types of plays 
you've seen before throughout the history of the NBA. Guys suffer really bad injuries. For instance, uh, exactly like that. I thought it was dangerous, unnecessary, and excessive. Oh, Brown. It wasn't a clap back because it's also it's like both after the after the games so is kind of the same time. Brown um, said there was no issue for me. I think he knew exactly what he was trying to do, trying to get tangled up because he didn't want to play defense. They called the foul, but he was still trying to hang on, so I was just trying to get my arm free. Miami's known for being physical. Miami's known for getting away with a lot of stuff, a lot of that stuff, kind of mucking up the game. You know, at the end of the day, you got to protect your own space. I feel like Duncan Robinson knew what he was doing there, trying to get tangled up, trying to draw whatever. I don't know what he is trying to do, but I bet you he won't do it again. All right. So, yeah, I don't know. So are you anti-Jalen Brown now? I always have been. Okay. What are you trying to get at? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I hate the Celtics, so. Yeah, yeah. And he's one of their best players. So, of course, I'm anti-Jalen Brown. Okay. Do I think he should be in jail, you're asking? I mean, do you? No. Okay. Because this wasn't. This wasn't assault. Jokers was literally assault. Nah. Back turn. <laughs> whiplash. The guy missed his entire season. All right, anyways. Two full seasons, pretty much. Next fight. And then Duncan Robinson didn't even miss anything, so I don't know. I think it, I think it was properly called a flagrant foul on the court. No assault on like Joker, that bum. <laughs> Another one was a verbal, not physical. Okay. Uh, between Draymond Green and Yosef Nurkic. Ooh. So, a flashback to whenever Jaylen, uh, uh, Draymond Green got suspended, essentially. Uh, flashback, what, like three weeks ago? Yeah, like a month and a half ago. <laughs> Um, it, this was a verbal fight. They both got tentacles for trash talking each other. It started when Nurkic got Draymond hit Draymond with a too small, because uh, because that's who Draymond punched. So like he yeah, yeah. hates Draymond, and so he like scored on Draymond and hit him with the too small, and then Draymond Green came back and did the exact same thing. Like took it to him, did the too small, uh, and then they just started jawing at each other. Got both got tentacles after the game. Nurkic said, quote, it's sad. He didn't learn anything. Just a matter of time. He's going to knock someone else out again. Take everything. <laughs> I take everything back what I said. Uh, he don't. Des- he doesn't deserve a second chance. Damn. Yeah. And then Draymond, like Draymond also said, uh, you can't be a nothing defender if you're going to do that. You probably outweigh me by 70 pounds and you get and you get put in the rim. Got to be more careful. Yeah. But you're playing the position like. You're undersized playing that. But, no, but he's saying he's so much bigger than me, and I'm fucking like bullying him. Eh. And he said you can't be hit me too small if you're gonna get bullied by a guy who's actually too small. Yeah, but his bullying is like actually like fighting somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm I'm anti Draymond. I'm not anti Draymond in this, but I'm also not pro Draymond. This this is one of those fights I'm just like kind of like sitting back eating popcorn, laughing at those. Yeah, sides. yeah. You know, like I think that's a good comeback for Draymond. <laughs> but I like Nurkic better than Draymond. But it's just kind of like, like Nurkic. Oh, gotcha. I like Nurkic's comments better than Draymond's. I, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't deserve a second chance. Yeah. See, he he was like savage. Draymond just laugh about it. Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm way smaller than you. You can't even be too small then get bodied the next play. Um, speaking of Draymond, there is going to be an alternate All Star Game broadcast with Chuck and Draymond on the call. Oh boy. Are they going to fight each other? No, but I can see Draymond just talking shit on everybody. <laughs> like, I can see it just being like... I could beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chuck saying, like... I'd kick him in the nuts. 
but this could also help my not my theory because it's not really theory. I I hate Draymond as a player. I think he's a dirty player. But I said I can't. I always said I can't wait till he's like a. Yeah, he is he's good. Very, he's very very good on the behind the desk. Yeah, this is like the the chance to see like a preview of it. Yeah, true. Because I because the last couple of years when he's on TNT like with the boys chopping it up, mm-hmm. I always agreed with what he said. Yeah, and so I'm I'm very excited to see that. Um, in the last fight, really wasn't even a fight. It actually ended with an arrest though. <laughs> Isaiah Isaiah Stewart knocked out or punched. Sun's big man drew. What's wait, first of all? What's with these Sun's big men just getting knocked out all year? <laughs> Everyone's going after these Sun's big guys. A uh, drew Eubanks yeah. prior to the game on Wednesday in the tunnel. Uh, Isaiah Stewart eventually was arrested for assault, um, but Stewart was arrested for assault and issued citation release. The investigation remains active. Um, the attack on Drew Eubanks was unprovoked, and the acts of violence such as this are acceptable, unacceptable. I'm trying to find the actual. St- Story of it. There's not really like a he said, he said yet, but um, Stewart wasn't playing in the game. He was rolled out with a sprained ankle. And, so, and <laughs> he was there, and there's in the I'll tunnel. his ankle. I don't know. Like I said, it's not really too many details about what happened. Like what caused it didn't come out yet. Cause Isaiah, yeah, that's what I need to hear. Yeah, I want to hear what Isaiah's. I want to hear Isaiah's side of things. Yeah, I do too. But like, that's smart. He's not saying anything right now because mm-hmm. he's arrest out. A warrant for, out for his arrest <laughs> for assault. God. So I don't blame him for like not saying anything, but I'm very, very curious to why he did it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like I don't know this Drew Eubanks guy, but like he couldn't have said anything that bad. Maybe he said something completely fucked. Yeah, I'm. I'm and just, just provoked the, the hell story. out of him. Let's look, I don't know who this Eubanks guy is. Let's look at real quick. Oh, he has a very punchable face. He does. He does. Yeah. It can, it can happen. I don't know if I'm anti Isaiah Stewart in this yet. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, but that's that's the Fight Club. And all I have left is power rankings. All right. Number one. Yeah. Celtics. Yeah, fuck him. Porzingis has been so good this year. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, this is the best he's literally looked since New York. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, D.C. was decent. Dallas, he's been decent. He's back to full and unicorn. It's bullshit. Yeah. Hey, they got your boy in a commercial now. Jaime. Yeah. yeah he's been in there for a while. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, Jaime Hawkins and Jimmy Butler. In a it's just him copying Jimmy what Jimmy does because he's a rookie. <laughs> I like this commercial. It's good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Hotels.com. Um <laughs> Yeah, I've seen this commercial a lot, but I've never actually seen what it is for. Yeah. That's fine. I love Jaime Hawkins, dude. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, he's panning out well. I'll say this now because the Heat aren't top 10 right now. Yeah, yeah. But the other night, whenever we beat the Bucks on my birthday, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, The people who went off, people online were call- literally joking, but it was ex- everyone who went off was a- the trade package for Dame. <laughs> the the trade package that we said no to Dame for. Yeah. Jaime, Nikolajovich, Tyler Hero, yeah. and Duncan Robinson all went off against Damian Lillard. That's great. And and they won. That's nice. like heavy underdogs without Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler didn't play that game. Yeah. So that is just very funny because everyone is pointing out like, so the Heat might have been a good call for not training for Dame because these guys are the ones they just, just beat Dame. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, definitely one they probably have marked on their calendars, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nikolai Jovich had 24 points. <laughs> he went, he's like the who went off the most. He went Jokic mode. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw another stat. Uh, Duncan Robinson went a starter this year in the Heat or like 15 and 3. Damn. And then Vintage whatever. Duncan back? What? Vintage Duncan back? Yeah, honestly. And then it's another one, another stat where maybe it's like, maybe it's like 13 and 4. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like a really, really good stat. And then. Uh, with that same stat, it's like if Duncan hits five or more threes, the Heat are like 15 and two. Okay. So it's just like play the man more. Which I think he will because, I mean, he has been a lot more playing time this year now that Struess is gone. Yeah. Because Struess took his minutes. Mm-hmm. Now Struess isn't. Um, or number two, Timberwolves, still number one in the West. Uh, and last week they had big wins against the Clippers and the Bucks to get there. Uh, they've been the best team on the road this season. Uh, Oh yeah, so they have the best record on the on the road. They have eighteen wins on the road. That's the most out of any other team in the league, and they have twelve games where they won by twenty or more points. So like a lot of those wins are big. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're 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 killing it right now. Number three, uh, the Thunder. SJ is most likely going to win MVP. I think. Wow, uh, calling he has, it. He has thirty nine games with at least thirty points. Damn. Uh, this is not going to be a trivia question, but the only players with thirty points, right, with thirty. Oh, sorry, let me reword this. He has 39 points. It's 39 games with at least 30 points. The only players with more 30-point games going into the all-star break all-time are James Harden, Wilt Chamberlain twice, and Tiny Archibald. Damn. Yeah, so he had – and the, uh, when Harden did it, it, was also his MVP season. Yeah. Nice. So, I, I, he better win at this point. I mean, Embiid's out of it, so it's really him and Joker and Luka at this point. Let's, see what, uh, let's do a live checkup on the odds. I am curious to see what the odds are now. Yeah. Could be one of those things where it's about the team, too. And they're killing it, so. Um, NBA, season awards. Should I bet on the All-Star game? No, absolutely not. Team East. So he's number two. Right now, Joker's minus 140. Okay. And okay. he's plus 200, so. Yeah, if that makes sense. That's good that he's number two, though. If he was three, that'd be tough. I kind of want to put some money on him right now. Anyway, number four, uh, we have the Cavs. Yeah. Arguably the hottest team in the league. Uh, they're <laughs> nine and one in the last 10. They're 17 and three in the last 20. Jeez. They're number two in the West right now. No, East. I mean, number two in the East. Somebody in the Cavs organization is definitely just hating this, too. No, because they're probably, they're loving because they had thought they had a rebuild and then they realized oh crap we don't we actually have a good team right now because <laughs> they didn't trade anyone away. Psych. It's not like they got rid of anyone. They still have Garland who came back from injury, killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been absolutely destroying it. Jared Allen's been playing good. Evan Mobley's been playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 set. Um, they're not gonna win the championship. No, 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 no. They might make the second round. Yeah, they'll be lucky if they get out of the second. Yeah, then Donovan Mitchell's going to leave. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Number five, we got the Clippers. They've only had five losses since January 7th. Uh, one issue is that two of them came from the Timberwolves. Uh, and uh, So, like, they're going to be good in the playoffs, but if they don't, if they play the Wolves, it seems like the Wolves have their number. Mm. Um, I, I'm still on the Clippers, though, I still think. All right. I still have. I mean, March fourth, uh, May fourth. Are you right? <laughs> yes, but I'll I'll be very happy if they play the Timberwolves and lose in the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they could be the one and two teams. 
So they won't play each other to Western Conference. Yeah, I'm, I'm pivoting it to more like it'll crumble in the playoffs at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you said. You said the Clippers are going to crumble. That's all that you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that be if it's is it, if if that be Western Conference Finals and then I and then I'm right or does the Clippers? I'll say win? if they get to the Western Conference Finals, I'm I'm null and void at that point. Okay, if they make the Western Conference Finals, then they because the West crumble. is tough and yeah. If they, if they lose making first, that round, is making that is a true testament. Yeah, I'd say. losing first second round is a crumble. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. We're, Western Conference Finals not a crumble. Yeah, Finals definitely not a crumble. Definitely not a crumble in the finals. Okay, um, number six Nuggets. Uh, they've been consistently good. Jamal Murray and KCP have been banged up, but also breaks didn't give them time to heal up. Um, so they're going to be there's been there's they're the same Nuggets teams last year essentially. Yeah, like yeah. they're not no crazy storylines with them. They're just good. Everyone knows that they're rating champs for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag lockup Joker number seven. The Bucks they've been three and six since hiring Doc Rivers, uh, including losing bad to the Heat on Tuesday with, without Jimmy Butler. Uh, they're still top ten because of their talent, and Pat Bev was definitely gonna, like we said before, definitely gonna help uh, Dame's lack of defense. So, but they're definitely not the best team right now. That's why they're number seven. Yeah, yeah. Three for and sure. six since Doc's been there. <laughs> Doc's a fucking. That's bomb. so great. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> oh, wait, you're telling me changing coaches midseason is not helping your defensive struggles? <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, they're uh, probably like the worst coach in for the playoffs when they're trying to win in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Like, Budenholzer are like, looking really good right now. And they just got a title, too. Like, what, two years ago? 2019. Yeah, or, okay. That's a little further out. All right. No, 2021. You're right. No, yeah, 2021. Because yeah. it was after the bubble. It was, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The Lakers won 2020. Then the Bucks won 2021. Mm-hmm. Then 2022 was the Warriors. Yeah. And then Bucks. I mean, Nuggets 2023. Um,. Number eight, the New York Knicks. They're on a three-game losing streak, but I don't think the Knicks should panic or their fans should panic. No. Um, they're currently missing Julius Randle. Yep. Who is one of their best players. He, he's a top five player on the team. He's a top two player on the team. <laughs> um, they're missing OG. Yeah. yeah. Mitch Robinson. Mm-hmm. Dante DiVincenzo during these three losses. I think Dante was like banged up during the three losses. And one of those losses wasn't even their fault. They should have been a win. Yeah, yeah. That, that ref shit, the ref literally Dude, admitted that. That was brutal. The ref who didn't make the call admitted after the game, that was a bad call. <laughs> and the, the Knicks are trying I, to protest it, but it's like. I saw their protesting. Is that going to come to anything? It's not going to do anything. Yeah. I've never seen a protest. Because what are you going to do? They give, say, never mind. Knicks I, I think that's like a decent shot, though, because. It came down to free throws. I yeah, but I never they've never got to the point. I don't know what they would do if they with their protest win because I've never got Call to the point. Call them in free throw. <laughs> Every time someone's protested, yeah. it's never passed. So I don't know what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, is it next time you play the team? Who they who was it against? You know, I, I don't remember at this point. Is it the Bulls? Maybe I think it was definitely an Eastern Conference team. Yeah, but like, do you, what? Like when you play them next time in the season, is it like before we start the game? We're gonna take some free throws, and if they hit them, then like is that the case? I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things. You can't like take they, a win away from. It the seems ball. like it's one of those rules that they put in place. Like, oh, this sounds like a really good idea. It'll never happen. Yeah, <laughs> and then it happens. I like, guess. Do they just take the loss do? away from the Knicks? I think. Record? Here's what I think should happen. I'll look. I'll look I think this. that ref loses his job. 
Mm-hmm. They should be publicly. Or put him down at the G League at the very least. No, they should put him in, in the middle of Times Square in one of those uh, old-timey, like, rock your arms up and let New York <laughs> Knicks fans throw tomatoes at him. You keep that, your job, but. Yeah, that'd be good, too. But you have, like, two hours of where Knicks fans come up with Oh, more than two like. hours. More than two hours. No, but there's so many people in New York. Those two hours will be flooded. Yeah, if it's two hours, you have to like announce it you, ahead of time. And you like give a you pay two dollars, you get a tomato, you throw it at the ref, and then the, all that money goes into like a charity. Yeah, I like that. That's like what they that. should do. Or just murder him. <laughs> just stones <Top> square. <laughs> just, people are, no, because you know New York fans would just ruin it. They'd put like stones in the tomatoes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> They just chuck it at the dude. And I think if a ref who caused the Knicks to lose were, was chained up in Times Square, I don't think that guy's going to make an out of there alive. Yeah, yeah. I hope New York fans don't murder that ref. Um, number nine, the Suns. They were struggling earlier in the season, but they've been playing really well as of late. Six and four in the last ten, but they are marching back up the uh, standings in the West. I think they're sitting at five right now. Yeah. So they're fine. Mm-hmm. The number ten, the Mavericks. Like I, I mentioned the Gafford ad earlier in the PJ Washington ad earlier. Um, they're on a five-game win streak right now, and they're looking fantastic. Yeah, Mavs are on track, dude. Yeah, what Mavs happens good? when a team protests a loss? <laughs> Adam Silver looks at the file on his desk and puts it to the side. That's what happens. Yeah, honestly. Nothing comes to fruition. Because why would it? Dude, and then did you see... Uh, there, I think there was another game this week too where, um, the Knicks were pretty much like, it was like counting down the seconds, and I guess they thought that there was a, uh, like you know, a pause in game because of a play or something like that, and the clock kept running and they finalized the game after a call, mm-hmm. so the Knicks couldn't run a play to win the game. That's why it's, the rest have been fucking them. That's what I mean. I feel like. And I feel like that might have been just, like, a mutiny for them protesting the game prior. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the rest are like, oh, fuck these guys. So, I, although I feel like the Knicks have a shot at getting to the finals, I feel like the rest are just going to cuck them out of it. Did you know protesting costs $25,000? Damn. Well, they were committed to it, at least. 46 protests have been... Made in league history, and only six have won the protest. Well, what happens when you win, though? Uh, uh, <laughs> for, uh, the accused official must go to New York and get pelted with tomatoes. The last time a team won a protest, yeah, was the Miami Heat filed a protest following the Atlanta Hawks 114 111 victory uh, against them during the 0708 season. Shaq fouled out with 51.9 seconds remaining. However, the official score. Had it wrong, and O'Neal only had five fouls in the final hour of seconds. The Hawks still f- lose it, so they, yeah, okay. So they replayed the 51.9 seconds, the beginning of the next time they played the Hawks. Wow. And the outcome say, say the same for that one. Damn. The Hawks is the one. So if they. That's what happened. So, yeah, so that's. Okay. What I, what I just guessed was right, yeah. Yeah. What, they'll just replay the last, how many seconds were on the clock during that, like. Five seconds. Yeah, but the Knicks were, I think, up or it was a tie game. Mm-hmm. And then the free throws won it for the other team. Okay, so it'd it, just be like... Because I think Brunson got called for a foul on, what, a three-point play or something? Yeah. Yeah. So that would be... Yeah, so they'd just have to replay this that right before the game. Damn, that'd be sick. But I don't know if that's going to happen. That'd be sick. 
Be so sick. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm liking this next team though. Yeah, I think I think they're there's there's legit. Unless they run into the bus all Miami Heat again. If if the Miami Heat make the playoffs. I mean you talking about <laughs> You'll know idea what you're talking about. You'll know about you'll know ball. What, what seed are they? Seven or six right now. Yeah. Alright. But it's gonna know, it's gonna suck when they play each other in the first round and I'm just gonna be so mad. We <laughs> made it to the NBA Finals last year as an eight seed. I know, I know. Is your question if we're gonna make the playoffs? I know, I'm just trying to stir the pot. Preemptively for when we play in the first round, you're causing Charlie to hide. for whenever we play in the first round and you cook us like Charlie. Five, Charlie doesn't want to look at you. He's hiding under the blankets. Oh, I have, I have to show you. I'll show you off. I don't know where it is. Um. Oh, you were here Saturday. Did you see this hoodie you got? Oh yeah, the the hoodie. The, yeah, got, uh, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, she yeah you got some and Stoltz. He had him for Secret Santa. Yeah, he, he gave it to me finally on Saturday. Yeah, and it, and his gift was a hoodie for Charlie. That's like a sick like. Miami Vice. That's cool. Yeah. Heat hoodie. Yeah, Charlie had some drip. <laughs> Dude, it's so sick. I took I put them on him. I took pictures. But all right. Uh, pop culture. Yeah. Let's see if anything else for NBA. Nah, let's get into it. Lock up Joker. All right, too. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Pop culture. Got a lot for you this week. A lot of trailers. From the Super Bowl and some other information that dropped this past week. Let's start off with some of the trailers for movies. First up, the big one, Deadpool 3. We had a uh, Super Bowl teaser that led to, hey, go check out the full trailer online. That was like every Super Bowl trailer ad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I did? Yeah. I immediately went online and checked it. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't wait till at the end of the game? No, I did d- d- during the game. Damn, damn. I multitask all the time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, think about it. The play runs. Yeah. And then you have like 30, 40 seconds between. So it's like. That's fair. I think I missed like a, a Christian McCaffrey run for two yards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't run with McCaffrey. So probably, it was probably a Brock Th- Purdy incompletion. Yeah. Or Pacheco. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched it immediately. I can't wait. Yeah. This, uh, this looks like an incredible movie. I'm very excited for it. I think. From the trailer, I think they're doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping. So people are saying that it's going to save the MCU. I don't know about that. I think at worst, it's a flash in the pan success, kind of like a Guardians three or something. Mm-hmm. Or at best, it does save the MCU. I think it's going to do a lot of. There's a video saying it. Um, I think they're going to do a, be a lot of retconning of this. That'd be cool. That'd of be the one to do it with. Oh, there's like stupid shit like, oh, uh, take away some Secret Invasion shit. Take away some. I heard they're going to save Quicksilver. I heard that too. I heard that yeah. rumor that they're going to do it. That's why the one shot looks like they're in Sokovia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it'd be Invader Ultron. Yeah. 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 I loved how the. Uh, so it looks like they're in the. Uh, what's it? The Void or something? Yeah. The, the Void from Loki. Yeah. From Loki. Because you see all like the Fox logo and. Mm-hmm. All the other like there, there's a lieth. You can see like the, uh, the, the sm- yeah the smoke monster, the smoke monster lieth. Like you can see like the light coming from mm-hmm. shining one of like the uh, men, men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we get uh, Tom Hiddleston in this too. I love it. I don't That'd know cool. if you will or not. Yeah, I mean he wouldn't need to be in it long. And they got Brad Pitt, so I think anything's possible. Yeah, I I, I think I heard that he, <laughs> they said he's not going to be in it, but like they could say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I am very excited for this though. It looks very funny. I've been waiting for Ryan Reynolds to take over the MCU with Deadpool for mm-hmm. ever since the first Deadpool came out like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this and I can't wait for them to see what they do with this project. Um, Anything else really? Pat- um, patches? Yeah. Patches of Hulahan. <laughs> <laughs> so we get like a look at what appears to be a Wolverine variant at a poker game. Wearing a white suit. Wearing a white suit who looks to be uh, from one of the comic iterations, Patches. Um, there's some speculation that Daniel Radcliffe is going to be playing Patches. Because he was rumored to be casted as Wolverine. What? At one, po- at one point they were considering him, I think. No, not with the original one because he's like... No, 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 with the new, with the new stuff, yeah. Okay. And um, that never like came to fruition, so I think it's more of like a nod thing that you know they'll bring him in for Deadpool three for that. Is that the one came like we should break beforehand, maybe before the next trailer, maybe even the next podcast. <laughs> we should put like bets down on who who's cameoing. Yeah, because we've had some confirmations. We're not going to use those. Yeah, I think I honestly I think we're going to have more cameos in this than anything else. I think so too, and like, I more than No Way Home, and I I think I would love to see. I told you before that Patches scene. He's at a poker table. They throw Channing Tatum as Gambit. They will. They, they're definitely are. I think I, that could be the scene you see him at. I think they're going to throw. I would love to see if Chris Evans as Human Torch. Yeah, I think this movie is going to be. It's going to live up to the hype the same way that No Way Home did. Mm-hmm. Like, No Way Home, we got the trailers, and we had all the speculation of all the Spider-Men being in it, and then we got it all. Mm-hmm. We got every single thing we asked for. I think it's going to be very fan service in that way. And it can, get, it can get away with that without being, like, a bad movie because it's a fucking Deadpool movie. Yeah. Like, anything can happen, and you just accept it because it's hilarious. It can just be a string of jokes where they show yeah. all these cameos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's – I'm very excited for this. Movie. And Ryan Reynolds is one of those celebrities who – he has pool. Everybody loves him. Yeah, he has pool. Yeah, he has pool. And Hugh Jackman has pool too. I feel like I've seen interviews where celebrities talk about like other celebrities, and Hugh Jackman's like up there as being like a genuinely nice guy. I've never heard anything bad about mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, um, he made a great cameo. Ooh, uh, oh, are you gonna try to guess what I'm gonna say? A little bit. Um, it has to be a Fox project, right? No, who, 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 I said, my, it's not going to be, it's not a superhero. Oh, okay. It's an actor. Came okay. Out. I'd love to see uh, Rob McElhaney. Yeah, it'd be a fun one. That'd be a fun one. Maybe it's like a, uh, I don't know who he could play. Like a minute man that gets killed immediately by Deadpool. Maybe Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine and then he, uh, Rob McElhaney's Sabretooth. That'd be funny. I could see him playing Sabretooth. Yeah. Like a variant in Sabretooth. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Sabretooth from, um, the original ones are is apparently in it. The yeah. first one, yeah, yeah. But that, um, yeah, it, that'd be funny. Um, or even just like how like uh, in the first Deadpool, like Bob, mm-hmm. Hydra Bob. Uh, yeah. If it's like a, if it's like McElwain, Rob McElwain's like a minute man's like wait 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 and he, like, he takes his helmet <laughs> off and it's him and like Deadpool goes like Rob McElwainy and he slightly cuts his head off or something. I could see it. that'd be like something very funny. I'd, I'd love to see that. Would be a fun cameo. Um, yeah, Swift. You're you're gonna leave theaters when Taylor Swift comes on. No, I'll be excited for that. That's no, I, I like Taylor Swift. That's just like I hate the whole like NFL's like you know just force feeding of it to us. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I hate. But no, I think Taylor Swift will be an awesome cameo. And I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I mean, every time we see Taylor Swift at the goddamn Chiefs game, she's like with Blake Lively. Yeah, they're who's, besties. Yeah, who's married to Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds is at one of the games, too. The New York game. Yeah, no, the, yeah. her and Blake are besties, so I definitely made me think. Yeah, like that's and, and, and when, it's when there's smoke, there's fire. All the rumors that she like cast as Dazzler, I can see that. Yeah. No, like I think this movie is going to have more cameos than any other MCU project prior to it. And it's going to be successful as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm very pumped. pumped. I'm very pumped for it. Anything else from Deadpool? No. I love it. All right. Uh, then we also got Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, another trailer for that. Uh, these are kind of getting stale to me at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching this trailer earlier, and I was kind of comparing it to like Transformers, where it was like, yeah, the first couple were bangers, you know, when you had Shia LaBeouf and all that, all that jazz. But now we're just getting like Bumblebee spinoff and like the last night and you just don't know who's interacting with the transformers. And like, I don't know. It's just a bunch of like, it's a bunch of bullshit and it's just like cool action sequences and CGI, but that's all you're really getting out of the movie. You're not mm-hmm. getting a good plot and you're getting a lot of plot holes at the same time. So I don't know. It'll probably do like, it'll probably do like what a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm guessing somewhere in that ballpark. I think you, I think you might've just nailed that on the head. Yeah. I can see that. That, that that's that, that'd be an adequate score. I feel like. Yeah, like it, it'll be a good like popcorn flick to stream, but mm-hmm. that's it. Um, then we had another. Tra- we had a trailer for um Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Tra- another trailer for that, where I think what they say the entire time, like we are apes or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but at that point, but I'm kind of excited for it. I say, right, have those those gone stale? Um. I never watched any of them, but like, I I always feel like I would love them. I just don't ever. I don't watch think them. they've gotten as stale because we're building to an inevitable reboot of the original Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. which essentially is going to be this one. So I'm kind of pumped for it. Will I see it in theaters? Probably not, but I'll definitely like the second it hits streaming, catch it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Planet of the Apes. That's a cool concept to me. I like that idea. And I like how, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the original movie, it was time travel, not mm-hmm. an alternate universe or something. Because mm-hmm. so. Statue of Liberty is on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it'd also be cool in the first movie, like uh, the original like prequel to Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. they showed a little snippet of the astronaut going to space that inevitably returns to oh. the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. That's cool. And I was like, it'd be cool if they got the same actor. That impossible. You think? Oh, from the reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about the original. No, like, no, no, dude, no, that no, guy's no, been no, probably no, been no, dead no, no, for not the original actor years. from the original movie. I mean, the like in the snippet of them showing the astronaut going to space, mm-hmm. you get that same guy. Oh yeah. Like I think that'd be cool. I think so too. But yeah, and like James Franco was great in the original one, and I think the first one was like really, really good. The second one, um, the second one was I think the third was better than the second. And then this is the fourth. Okay. But yeah. And like honestly, the like What's it I all? think Andy Circus does the uh He does Caesar or whatever it is. Yeah, he does Caesar in the original ones, but he probably has a hand in like the future ones too. Mm-hmm. Um because the guy's a sociopath with CGI. <laughs> um and yeah, I think he does a good job like portraying like real emotion for the apes. But yeah. So there's that trailer. 
Then we also got a trailer at the Super Bowl for they're making a Wicked movie. Popular. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a it's whole be movie popular. based off the musical or the Broadway show, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Um, I heard it's going to be like two parts, and like the first movie will be Act 1, and the second movie will be Act 2. Ariana Grande's in it. Who else? Um, Jeff Goldblum's in it. Mm-hmm. Some other big names. I mentioned earlier in football, like Ariana Grande has never looked this white since like early Nickelodeon days. But I, 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 I show you. Yeah, there's a lot of like big name actors and actresses in this. But it's it's probably the movie that your girlfriend's gonna want to see. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I kind of prepare see it, for that. But I don't like Ariana Grande, so it's like a tough. Like, yeah, tough sell. I feel tough that. spot because it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't even know like the premise of Wicked. I feel like the witch, the Wicked Witch of the West, in this is like the hero. So Wicked, so Wicked is a prequel to Wizard of Oz. Okay, and it's when they're in high school. So <laughs> it's Glenda the Good Witch and the Wicked Witch of the West are like sisters. I'm just picturing them in like a traditional high school. Yeah, I mean it's a, <laughs> it's it's like goofy. It's a because it's a Broadway play. Yeah, but it's like it's like they, they go to high school and Glenda the Good Witch is actually the bully. Uh, because she's popular and, yeah. and the witch goes west her sister is like a, like a nerd outcast okay and it's just kind of like so the protagonist is the wicked witch of the west okay gotcha yeah so uh alright yeah it, it, it's kind of a goofy premise but it won a bunch of like Tony's and shit because the mm-hmm. music's amazing apparently yeah 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 like the blowjob song yeah <laughs> South Park joke. That's yeah. um, I mean, it's it's not really that high of a bar set for musical adaptations. You know? Yeah. Like, Cats was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh... And I feel like well, that West Side Story yeah, just didn't yeah. do good. Yeah, I wonder how, before, how good that went. Yeah, how good did that do, like, critically-wise? I don't know. Let's see I'm, guessing, I'm guessing 67% critics no good scores good scores really 91 on rotten tomatoes what was the audience i don't know uh, 7.1 on, uh, on imdb audience is 93 percent. okay that's good that's formidable all right fair it's, it's the one uh it's Rachel, rachel ziegler yeah she yeah, was in it and, um, like downhill bad and so elgort too okay okay yeah so it's a good cast all right and then, i think uh, um what's his face is part of it Spielberg directed it, but I feel like uh, Ma- uh, Miranda. What was his name? A guy did Hamilton. Oh, I have no idea. No clue. You know his name? No, I probably wouldn't. I bet you do. Jason Mraz? No. People listening were like screaming at me. <laughs> Got the Broadway fans out there. Yeah, all were Broadway fans. Um. Lin-Manuel Miranda, what's his name? Moving on. Yeah, move on. All right, and then that's pretty much wrapping up for the trailers. Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda, yeah. No idea who that is. Mm. All right. So we had some announcements from Disney and uh, the MCU. Disney had a recent expo, I think prior to the Super Bowl. Uh, they confirmed upcoming projects for now through 2025, including Zootopia 2. Kind of excited for that one. Mm-hmm. Moana two, eh. Frozen okay. three, eh. Mm-hmm. 
And then Toy Story 5. Big eh. Mm-hmm. Like, Zootopia 2, like, that makes sense. That's, that's, that's something that deserves a sequel. Frozen 3, it's just for toys. That's all it really is. And then Toy Story 5 is like, come on, guys. Like, we've been doing this for a while now. You had, like, two perfect endings in two different movies, and you keep insisting on going another round. Yeah, I'm very out on Toy Story 5. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I was out on Toy Story 4, and I saw it. I was like, this is still a good movie. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this was unnecessary. Now it's, like, even more unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I think that was, like, a stockholder meeting. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, but that that's where a lot of, like, this pre-shit happens. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, And then... The MCU, they came out and they announced that they have their fantastic forecasting officially. They dropped it on Valentine's Day with a little like uh, post out there with all the actors in their kind of comic accurate suits. Mm-hmm. We have obviously Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic. We have Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm. And Ebon Moss Bakarach as the thing. Mm-hmm. I love the casting involved. Yeah. This is the casting that kind of got leaked out to the press uh, about a month or so ago, and all of it came true. Um, so no real surprises here, but nonetheless, I'm still excited. It's a good cast. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's a good cast, and I think the movie has a good uh, foundation, has some good bones to build off of. Mm-hmm. Really excited for Joseph Quinn's Human, Human Torch. I, I think that's going to be a good one. I think that's my favorite out of all of them. Yeah, I think um, Ebon, or whatever his name is, is going to be really good, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a good actor, and it's also kind of hard to fuck up the thing, I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, from the actor's perspective. Yeah. It's kind of hard to fuck him up. As long as he drops, like, solid, it's clobber in time, I'm satisfied. It's more about the voice than anything. Yeah, and, like... You're mo-capping it, but, like, people are going to complain about the special effects about the thing, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, as long as he can deliver a solid, it's clobber in time, I'm satisfied. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's no confirmation on Doctor Doom yet. There has been some rumors um, about some actors, though. I remember. I can't remember who they were. Because didn't they drop that with the uh, initial announcement of the cast that eventually came true? Yeah, but I don't remember who it was. Because I feel like I've seen so many different rumors that I just don't. Cillian Murphy is a rumored one. Killian. Killian Murphy. Yeah. It's killing us all to see. It's weird. Killing Murphy would be perfect. Um, Oppenheimer. Christoph Waltz. Nah, it's not going to happen. John Hamm. I'd kind of fuck with that. I'd fuck with that, but... I think he could do a good villain. Yeah. It'd be a weird one, but I think it could work out. Ben Mendelsohn. Honestly, oh, John Hamm's kind of my front runner right now. No, Killing Murphy would be great. Hugh Laurie. We already saw Killing Murphy as a villain, too. Yeah, yeah. Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Giancarlo Esposito. I don't know about that. Michael Fabester? He's been too many villains. Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Rami Malek. I don't know about that. The one one I saw years ago, I talked about on here, I love it. It's not going to happen because he's not a big enough star, but Glenn Howard would be hilarious. That would be if fun. Dennis was yeah. <laughs> talking to him, I would love This him. one's interesting. Uh, Jamie Lannister. Oh, Nikolai called yeah. a, uh, Walter. Difficult last name. Yeah. Um, I don't hate that. He'd be fantastic. I think he would. He He's my favorite. I think he could pull it off well. He's, my, he's I think he's the best option you said. Nikolai, Walter, Costa. Or Dude, because he could play like, 
you know, like the smug, like he played a villain already, but like, yeah, and like he could play yeah. like the smug, like, oh, I was banging Sue Storm, you know, at one point, like we mm-hmm. were a thing, you know, what I mean, like playing that playboy esque kind of character. Mm-hmm. But it European, seems like where so... they're coming in for this movie, though, it'll be like after the whole space expedition that went wrong. But he's like Swedish or something like that, so like that uh, might not fit. No, but I'm saying he's Latvian. Oh, like, okay. But he's off, and he's uh It's a made up. It's a made up country mm-hmm. in like Eastern Europe. So like, I'd rather give it to an, an actual European over. Yeah, that's true. Like a John Hamm and making him do an accent. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I fuck with it though. But I right. like that a lot. Um, I also on New Rockstars since that's the last thing for movies. Yeah, they they had a um. 2025 just movies in general release schedule that they like pasted together. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I just want to roll through it real quick. Okay, what do we got? What do we got cooking? Uh, 2025, the first one will be Cats America Brave New World. Okay. On Valentine's Day. Problematic. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I saw about it. The Babe, first, let's go see a movie. What are we the, seeing? Cat the opening America. night. <laughs> the opening night for it would be the night before, which is my birthday. Okay. Okay. So that'd be kind of sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. And then... um. Fantastic Four, it says May 2nd, but I think they announced today it's going to be July. Okay. Then uh, Jurassic Park, the new Jurassic Park is July 2nd. Boo. Superman Legacy is in July, July 11th. Yeah. The Thunderbolts, they think, is going to be July 25th, which they just announced that Fantastic Four is that date. So they're probably swapped. There's probably Thunderbolts mm-hmm. probably going to be May. Yeah. Um, the Batman Part 2. Wow. Is going to be October wow. 3rd. That's going to be the so year. Right before Halloween again. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's why I kind of noted it. Mm. Blade. The, as of right now, is November 2025. I don't think that'll come to fruition. I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. Then Zootopia 2, <laughs> November 26th, and Avatar wow. 3 in December near Christmas. Boo. Yeah, Av- Avatar 3, more like Avatar P. Because <laughs> it's, it's stinky wee-wee. I mean, it makes sense because, like, with the whole uh, writer's strike, everything got pushed back immensely. So, like, I, it, we're due for, like, a big year because... The pandemic set some things and back. This year's and this year is not then, really big at all. Yeah, and then the writers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that's it. All right. Yeah, so I think the only one that's not going to come fruition that is Blade, and I think Thunderbolts and Fantastic Four switched just because they announced the Fantastic Four's plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's take it over to TV. First up, Bad Batch is dropping on Wednesday. What? Yeah. Put that on your calendar. Okay. I didn't know that. And then we have, um, I think Avatar is dropping soon too, the Netflix series. There's just a commercial for it during. This yeah, game. I can't. I can't remember if it. I think it's dropping next Friday, honestly. Um, but then we had some trailers that released with the Super Bowl as well as after the Super Bowl. We had the boys, a little teaser for season four that's coming up soon here. Um, just a couple of new shots of the actual season, so that was exciting. Um, not really a lot divulged about the plot. I'm thinking, like, Butcher's probably just be- going to become the villain this season. Like, the true villain. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I think I think the rest of the boys are just going to team up with uh, Homelander to take him down. I think that's what we're getting to. That's my that's my theory. Uh, that kind of suck. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I just hate him. At this point, they just got to get rid of him. Yeah, that's true. Which, no, I, I like the performance of Anthony Starr. Just mm-hmm. like if if everyone teamed up with Homelander, I'd just be like, that's more of like not, not like 
not like he's good now. More well, like butcher, out of necessity. Butcher's bad, yeah. I don't mind but Butcher taking a turn. Yeah, I think that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing some dickhead shit. And the whole like, hinted at it with the, the whole uh, V, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. compound V shit last. Yeah. Season. Yeah, no, I, I don't think your theory's bad. I just don't. I hope they don't. I hope they don't do it. Team up with Homelander. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm fine with everyone turning on Butcher. Yeah. All right. Anything else from the boys? I mean, there really wasn't much with that trailer, honestly. What if the only person who doesn't turn on Butcher is Ryan? That makes sense. Or, yeah. like, he turns him back to good and Butcher sacrifices himself to save the day. Yeah. His, his uh, redemption. Yeah. Is done by saving Ryan. Like, he's good, but he's done so much bad that he can't live. So he sacrificed himself to save Ryan, and yeah. Ryan sees that and becomes good. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ryan's going to be the... How Homelander goes down. I think Ryan's going to be, like, good Homelander in the future. And, like, that's how they'll, like, end the series, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he'll just be, like, the future of superheroing. Um, All right, next trailer. We had... The Knuckles series trailer. Did you see that? <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Shaq just picked the random kid up from the crowd. Yeah, that, kid's my shoulder. Dude, that kid's probably like nine feet up in the air. Dude. That's crazy. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, we got the Knuckles. So they're doing a Knuckles spinoff series from the Sonic universe. Um, yeah, it looks so bad. It looks all right. I I think it's ridiculous. Like, it looks like good. a good, like, if I'm like, uh, if I'm a kid, I'd enjoy it probably. Yeah, I'm sure. But... I mean, it's not for me, but looks goofy. But you know, that's what's you know that's what's gonna be. It's Sonic fucking show. Yeah. But um, I, I I just love how like the studio got bullied into making good characters. That just every time I see something for that Sonic universe, puts a smile on my face. There wouldn't be the Sonic Cause it's like, universe. Yeah, because it's like the internet won, they and they're just bullied. making so much money because they listen to the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the bigger ones. So we got the. Invincible Season 2 Part 2 trailer. It is releasing, I think, March 14th. Uh, Mid-March, at least. Looks sick. Um, I'm thinking Mark's going to be off-world for the first three episodes. Then he'll come back. Then he'll get sent to space again. And then it'll probably... Probably the ending cliffhanger will be like the evil Invincible is brought to... The universe wow. we know f- through the brain, dude. Wow. That's my theory. It'd be crazy. That's my working theory. So we'll have, like, the evil Invincible and real Invincible in the same universe. And that'll be the whole premise of season three. That'll be sick. That's my that's my theory right now that I'm working with based off the footage I've seen. But it looks like it's a fun time. You know, it looks like it's exactly what we're going to want we're going to see Homelander, or sorry, fucking <laughs> Omni-Man going through some bullshit on, uh, with the Viltrumites. We're going to see the bug people kind of rebuilding after the whole devastation from the Viltrumite invasion. And we'll get the, what are they, the Guardians of the Earth or something? Uh, what are they now? Are they a new name? No. The Guardians of the Globe? Yeah, I think they're still Guardians of the Globe. Okay. Yeah, we'll have them squaring off against some random powerful villains. My mind is saying Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it looks good, so I'm all here for it. Be sick. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely in. Anything else from Invincible? Invincible trailers don't get me hyped. Yeah. The show does. Yeah. 
Because they don't show you any of the crazy shit, really. Really. Yeah, like, realistically, like, all the shit we saw in the trailer will probably be in the first two episodes. Yeah, and, like, it's like, I've never, yeah, I've never gotten hyped up a single Invincible trailer. Mm-hmm. But the show's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then next up, we had X-Men 97 trailer. So yeah. they're rebooting the original X-Men animated show. Uh, pretty much taking it off right where the original series left off with Charles Xavier dying and the uh, New Age mutants kind of coming to fruition and, you know, leading the cause for hero's sake, for the mutant's sake. Mm. Looks like Magneto is going to play a big part. Looks like he's going to take over Xavier's estate. And it's going to be a little bit of like a power dynamic within the uh, X-Men mansion. Yeah, I, I never saw the original one, so... Yeah, I haven't like I've seen episodes. I haven't seen like the whole thing like from beginning to end though. Let's how many episodes there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. figure that out because I'm considering watching it because we, it we seems both sick. said before the pod we'd watch it. If it was not too many episodes. Yeah, if it was like I think we said it for sixty episodes. Mm-hmm. Over under. Yeah, if it was, I'm gonna say it's over, not by much. I think, I think it's over too, but I think sixty is it's, like it's the basis for about. me. But if it's seventy, I'd probably do it still. Because, I mean, I can power, th- like, those are half an hour. You can power throw those in, like, five seasons. Oh, gosh. 13, it seems like, so. Okay, that's a good sign. But yeah, so it's like, it's going to be, like, 65, 65 something like that. 65-ish. Okay. Okay. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I can do that, too. So, yeah. And, like, you can realistically do, like, I mean, if we're talking a weekend, you can probably power through two seasons in a weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's 26 episodes. They're all 20 minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. They're all... Oh, the season three is 19 episodes. Okay, so 13 So 26 plus 19. 13 times 4 no, plus hey, 19. No, I'm, I'm still doing that right now, so there could be more. Yeah, okay, there, yeah, 13 plus Yeah, there's 19. more. Okay, so let's go along with it. Okay. So we're 26 plus 19. That's what? Wait, wait, 26 plus 19. Yeah. 45. Okay, and then season four is 21. Oh, God. So we're at 66. And the last season has... This isn't looking good. 10. 10? Okay, that's... 76. That's, like, right around the, the threshold. Border. I'm like, ah, Damn it. Meanwhile, I've, like, watched One Piece. It's, like, a thousand episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know about 75, man. Yeah, I could do 75, I think. Yeah, but once it's come out, like, I don't know if I can do it by then. Um, I don't watch it. It probably comes out soon, because usually when, like, animated trailers drop, it's, like, coming soon, you know? Like a month away. Like all TV um, shows drop their trailer right before the season comes out. March 20th. We're good. That's, like, a month away. Yeah, so, I mean, you have 76 episodes, right? That's a Wednesday. So you, have seven, so you have 76 episodes. 20 minutes apiece. Divided by... Well, no, no, seven, no, no, 20, 76 times 20 is how, how many minutes will be. 1,520 minutes. No, divided by 60, not how many hours it is. 25 hours. Okay. And it's, what, the 16th, essentially? Yeah. So, what, 13 more days plus 20 days, so that's 33 days. So, yeah, you do an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. It's doable. Yeah, two episodes a day, you're there. Yeah. I can bang that out. Yeah, I might do it. 
I might do it. I might start right after this. Oh, I, I still haven't watched Echo. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do that. Yeah, I mean, but all right, no, that's that's not pressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, it was good, but it's not like, dude, how the fuck have you yeah, watched this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel you. The ending's kind of underwhelming. Um, but that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Mm. All right. Let's take it over to music. First up. Yes, sir. For you Big Booty Mix fans out there. Whoa. Big Booty Mix Volume 24 dropped to Apple Music and Spotify yesterday. Did, did I tell you that when I was in Vegas, they were there and I was about to go to one of their shows? Yeah, you did. That'd be sick. It was like 300 bucks. No, they're they're sick uh, artists to watch live. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Um. But yeah, so other than that, though, we did have, finally, after long-awaited time, Kanye's Vultures Volume 1 dropped. I told you. Yeah, I was, uh, so Friday it's came. because I told you like a million times, so it's not really that. Well, yeah, but like Friday came, like, so we, saw, we thought it was going to drop like Friday, right? Yeah. So Friday came, the new music dropped, and I didn't see the album. I was like, damn, it's still going on, waiting. And then I think like. It dropped Saturday. That. Yeah, either yeah. Like Friday at midnight. Friday at midnight, it dropped. Yeah, but it so meaning Spotify Saturday until Saturday. Yeah, so then I like saw the notification. I was like, shit, I gotta like listen to this. So I started listening to, it, and then I was like heading over to your place, and then you you were bumping it, obviously. Um, overall, I like the album. Um, I think it's a big step up for recent for recent Kanye. I don't think it's like better than his old shit, though. Obviously. No, but my favorite song on the album very much sounded like old. Kanye. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, burn. Yeah, burn that candle. Yeah, burns. Burns a very good song. There's only two that like I really, really fucked with, and one of them's Burn, and the other one is Good Don't Die. I like that song a lot, but which Good What Don't Die was removed from Spotify today, which pissed me off, uh, because Donna Summer's estate was like pissed off that they didn't request her their permission for the sample mm-hmm. so that stunk furthermore if it's not, if it's not anything we can't get copyrighted <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah it's good it's so good it wasn't my favorite but i liked it a lot i though. like the vibe that's my top that's my top three I, i'm making that jam of the week future teaser there um oh. Okay, I'll make it burn. It's not even on anything. <laughs> well, not, the album's not on Apple Music anymore. No. Yeah, the whole album got taken down from Apple Music because, uh, I don't know, whatever whatever reason. People don't like Kanye, but like you can listen to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so the one argument I saw was like, and I can still listen to R. Kelly on Apple Music, so yeah. what's with that? Which I agree, you know? It's either all or nothing. You can't nitpick. And Kanye being like schizophrenic bipolar is a lot less harmful than what R. Kelly did. He's in jail <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I th- I think the album was a success. But he's got to get through this whole like political bullshit that he's going through mm-hmm. because it is ruining his sales right now. Mm-hmm. My favorite songs on the album is "Burn," but I also love "Carnival" a lot. Yeah, "Carnival's" really good, and then um, I also love "Fuck Some." With Playboy Cardi and okay, uh, I think Travis, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a good song too. 
yeah so i did i did fuck with those ones as well um so yeah you can check out uh on the talking dirty james playlist the ones that we fucked with furthermore though getting into the other jams of the week i also had dreaming by t-pain yeah nice little t-pain r&b soul jam liked it but yeah your jam of the week's gonna be burned or you can take it down huh he can take it down it's fine Nah, it's fine. I'll give it. I'll give it to Burn. Damn, we're gonna get shut down. No, dude. <laughs> it's not <laughs> so on anything. I was gonna be like, yeah, what the fuck? That's true. <laughs> Just midway through the pod, it's like, hey, you, you, I didn't take it off. But you can listen to Talk of Dirty. They have they have all the Kanye band songs. Honestly, I'd kind of prefer that because that would get some major clout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so that is your uh, jam of the week. You can check that out on the Talking Dirty Games playlist on Spotify, as well as on Apple Music for the podcast and on Spotify. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with that, let's get into the closing statements, closing remarks. Yeah, uh, time. I was about to go right into the chain line. One last call for out. Catch us paying four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Four one two seven eight four five one five seven seven and uh betterlegs.com. B T A L Y T I C S dot com. Check them out for real. If you listen to us, you're a gambler, you have to check them out because one, it supports us and two, it you'll make your money back almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, Ryan made his money back. Oh my god, I, made I, I saw Ryan on plus. the street prior to Betalytics and he was a beggar, actually. I was. Yeah. Yeah, and then he downloaded. I was going up a sign saying, "Let you kick me in the balls for twenty bucks so I can gamble." Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a little cardboard sign, and he had Charlie right next to him for some pity votes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I drove past him multiple times and mm-hmm. did not offer any money because he had to learn better, and he learned with Betalytics. But I did. Get my, I'm not gonna have kids anymore because I had so many people kick me in the balls for twenty bucks. <laughs> and I use that money. I'm which you can actually on. look at that. The AI generated will Ryan have kids on Betalytics? It'd be kind of funny. <laughs> it's a prop. It's a B plus <laughs> for no. Um, but yeah, I guess that's Petalytics. Read ad read. Uh, two chains line of the week. I don't think I, I asked you last week. Did I do this or not? I feel like I did. She cute pie. I ate all the crust. No, you did that one. I did do that one. Yeah, you did. At least last week you said I didn't do it one yet. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. After hearing it again, I think you definitely did it. But it could also be because I heard it last week. I'll do another one just in case. Take this G6. You might wake up in Japan. Probably seeing me uh, with a double cup in my hand. Baby, ask your friend what you going to do for this band. I like that one. That's good. All right. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Just know you really drive me fucking crazy
Time.